welcome to ADHD and D presented by Bardrock Cafe and all of these other wonderful people with me here right now. Uh, we are raising money for for Chad, the primary uh, ADHD charity that is available. You can look at their info by exclamation point C H A D D in the chat. Um, that is a direct link to, to their donation site. They don't have a Tiltify or anything, so we're not going through something custom. Uh, but that'll take you directly to them. And they basically work for advocacy and uh, support for people with ADHD. And they, provo pro provoid. they provide uh, like learning materials to parents and teachers to know how to deal with, with children with ADHD and kind of how to handle that. Deal with sounds very bad. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking. Hi, Rather a Story. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for that delightful introduction. As uh, our delightful host has just pointed out, <laughs> please feel free to go check out that link, read up on Chad, see what they have to have to offer in terms of support, activism, and awareness for the great cause of ADHD. Without further ado, why don't we plunge into today's first episode of D&D &D ADHD, uh, ADHD and D. There we go. See, I can do it too. You got it. There you we go. go. I was I was so close to getting it super smooth and then it just, I lost it. <laughs> today's story begins in the sleepy little village of Bonnycombe, which is nestled cozily in a valley surrounded by thick evergreen forests. Here, the fir trees grow strong and tall, all but blocking out the light when you venture deep enough into the woods. The surrounding countryside is made up of fertile fields, more forest, and rolling hills as far as the eye can see. Amelia, Bonnycombe is your home. It's where you were born and raised. For the past several years, however, you've been spending the winters with your mentor, a wizard named Alric Deeppockets, who's been helping you hone your talent for magic. You're his star pupil, and though he's made it clear that he wants you to stay with him year-round and continue your studies until you're old enough to attend an institution of higher learning, at the end of every spring, you've carefully packed your bags and returned to Bonnycombe to, to your mother, who's the local herbalist. The summer and the fall months are the busiest of the year for her when her herb garden grows tall and lush and the weeds threaten to overtake it at the slightest opportunity. And then when the weather begins to turn, it's time to gather all the herbs that have been harvested and dried and begin creating the inventory for the coming year. It's a lot of work for one woman and you know that your help is invaluable to her. Now your bags are all but completely packed and you were ready to head back to your mentor in a few days time, just as soon as the festival was over when disaster struck. You know, this isn't the first time this has happened in your village. In fact, uh, you are old enough uh, to remember when it happened the last time, nine years ago, when you were just five years old. Uh, it, it's also not the first time that it happened, although the townsfolk are reluctant to speak of it, perhaps in a superstitious attempt to avoid bringing more trouble down on the village. But from what you've been able to gather, as far back as anyone remembers, every nine years, nine children disappear over the course of nine nights right at the autumn equinox. Your own memories of the event are fuzzy now, but you remember your best friend, another gnomish girl named Breland Stout Twist, being there one day and gone the next, and no one would tell you where she had gone. It was confusing and frightening, and your mother kept all the doors locked and the windows tightly shuttered 
as if to ward off some unseen evil that had come scratching at your doorstep. This time, though, things feel a little different. After two children went missing, their parents, rather than remaining silent and frightened, instead came together and appealed to the head priestess of the temple, begging her to intervene and at least try to save their children. To everyone's surprise, Ava Irwood, the new priestess, agreed readily to their request. The whole town has pooled their resources to offer up a reward for anyone who can get to the bottom of the mystery and bring the children safely home. Ava warned the grieving parents that there might not be anyone to answer the call for help. But now on the fourth morning, as you're peeking out your front window, you catch sight of what must be two adventurers coming up the main street. Thierry and Lady Enid. You've been traveling in that general area for a few weeks now, seeking out adventuring work or sometimes good honest labor when adventuring work wasn't to be found. And word came to you not long ago about a call for help issued by the head of the temple of Chanti, goddess of the harvest, situated in the village of Bonnycombe. Children have been going missing from their homes with no evidence as to what might have befallen them. And the town has promised a reward to anyone who can get to the bottom of the mystery and return the children to their families. Never once to turn down an opportunity to help, especially Lady Enith, you immediately set out in that direction. Today is the 21st of Elaint, and the town is bedecked in decorations for the celebration of the autumn equinox. But you've arrived to find the streets all but deserted and the atmosphere quiet, almost oppressive. The colorful flags and ribbons that festoon the buildings are sagging, and when you catch sight of the temple of Chanti, a plain, stolid little building in the center of town, it's obvious someone began an elaborate floral installation there and abandoned it halfway through. Now the ground is littered with bruised petals, emitting a sickly sweet smell that wafts toward you, and the green leaves and stem have begun to wilt and turn brown. It's too early for the cold weather to set in just yet, but there is somehow still a damp chill in the air that settles deep in your bones. As you walk up the main street, there is no sign that anyone is coming out immediately to greet you. And now I shall turn it over to you. This is um, a chillier, uh, I guess, welcoming than I was expecting. Hello. We are here to help. Is that anyone there? I guess we'll go knock on some doors. Um, Enith is already like sniffing the air, trying to see if she can track anybody, <laughs> like, locate a person who might have recently stood. Like she, she goes up to the garland and is like, <laughs> the, the garland definitely smells of of sort of slowly dying flowers. There's definitely lots of smells of people around. It's just, it just seems that they are all sticking indoors. In fact, there's a, a very strong smell right at the door of the, the temple that you're at where the flower, uh, where there's a flower installation. There's definitely someone inside. The, the temple is the one who, or the, 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 yes. the head of the temple is the one who asked for us anyways, right? Yes. So I will go and knock on the door. We're here to answer a call for help. Thierry, I am sorry if if my appearance scare people off again. It's fine. I'm sure I can convince them to stick around for a little while, and 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 you are obviously not meaning them any harm, so it'll be great. It'll be great. 
Just relax, relax, relax. It's fine. <sighs> just like teeth. <laughs> she just takes this big deep. You get this big exhale, and you just smell jerky because she—it's her trail mix of choice, and she's constantly eating it. Oh. Yeah, it'll be great. We'll be fine. <laughs> the door opens uh, barely a minute or so later. Um, obviously, whoever was in there was not far. And and the door opens, revealing uh, a, a, a fairly short but uh, definitely human woman with uh, silver blonde hair, neatly plated, plated and then tied into a bun at the nape of her neck. She is uh, dressed in a brown robe with a white stole that is embroidered with gold, green, and pink thread in the shape of sheaths of wheat surrounding a single rose on either end of the stole. Enith um, has taken a few steps back so that she's not like hovering over the door. She's like seven, she's like seven feet tall, seven and a half feet tall. So she just she knows to kind of hunch back a little bit. Yeah. So so she oh. steps she steps out. Oh hello. Hi. Um we received a message that the town needed help. And I don't remember what the message said, but help was enough for us to come. Help children. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. Help children. I stopped reading at the word help and came anyway. Yep. That's all we really needed to know. That's what folk heroes do. That's what a hero does. They help people. So how can we help? She she beams and reaches uh, reaches out and sort of clasps your hand between hers and says, thank you so much. That was remarkably fast. Uh, I am so pleased we were that, in that you are here. Oh, and she True. she she starts because she was very focused on the <laughs> the half elf in front of her, the very the very charming half elf in front of her, and was like, oh, a, a very is plenty charming. She's covered in armor and fur, <laughs> and some of her braids are in little blue ribbons, and she's she looks very fancy. She looks like a parade float. So fancy. Thank you so much for coming. Yes, yes. Um, I am so glad you, you came. I am sorry that we couldn't give you a better welcome than this, but you understand we have we have had a tragedy befall our town. Our children have been going missing. There are, th there are three there are three so far, and they have simply vanished from their homes overnight. And we we cannot understand what's happened to them. How many children do you have in the town? I know that may seem like a ridiculous question, but... Uh, well, we have... I don't know, the DM didn't think of this, but... <laughs> <laughs> Is it big number or small number? Is it, a, are we talking about a, losing all the children in the town by the end no. of this, or are we talking about like a small percentage of them? A small percentage, but mm, okay. every every child lost is one. T is, is yes, of course, of course. Children may be small, but they are not s small in metaphor. Yes. Very, very well put. I agree. Yes. Thank, thank 100%. you. Hundred um, Well, I guess I guess we should get started. Um, where? You said they disappeared from their homes? Are their homes yes. close to each other, or...? They are not. Uh, I, I suppose I should give you maybe a, a bit more info, uh, 
more context, this is not the first time this has happened. It's the first time it has happened since my tenure here as, as priestess of this temple. But there has been a history. Every nine years, this, this happens at the, at the harvest festival. And for nine nights, every night, a child goes missing. They simply, their parents wake up in the morning, their front door is open and the children are gone with no sign as to where they may have gone or what might have happened to them. Nine years ago, did you find children or did children stay lost? The, the children have, most of the children remain lost. Lost? There is Are one, there any? There is one hmm. who returned, but she is unlikely to be able to help you. Well, maybe, maybe we should start there and then, and then ask around at some of the the parents who, who have lost children before. Why? Why would? Why would she not help? Uh, I can be very persuasive. Uh, oh. It's 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 more of a. Uh, I think it's a. How to put this? Um, she yeah. probably still lives that moment. Or it has made was, it hard, yes. The experience has been very hard, was very hard for oh. her. She was very young and she, her, her mind is no longer um, fully present. Well, I, I give very good hugs if that helps. She's not fond of touch. Oh. Uh, Enid looks to Theri. I... All, all of my tools have been, have been used. <laughs> well, come along because maybe there, there might still be some things that we can, we can do about this. So let's, if, if you could direct us to her, her, her house, her, wherever she lays her head. Of course, of course. Um, come with me. I think it will be, um, better if I, if I. Um, make the I, initial introduction, I agree. And, <laughs> and then I will leave you to um, do what what it is you do. We we do hero we heroics. Yeah. You, yeah. Yes. All, all right. Well, you are the first to answer the call, and we will take whatever help we can get. This is entirely outside of anything we are we are able to deal with, and of course you. Must understand that everyone in this town who has children is extremely, and, and the children themselves are all extremely frightened. We will, we will solve, we will solve, and we will, uh, we will bring children back. So she uh, leads you um, down the down the main street. This isn't a this isn't a large town. It's most most of the houses either line the main street or branch off a little bit into. Side streets would be uh, a generous word. Uh, they're not so much streets as just paths. Uh, but eventually, and the houses here are mostly wattle and daub. And eventually, she uh, leads you to a, a door and and knocks uh, knocks on it. And a a uh, and a, a woman, another woman, opens the the door. An, an older an older woman, although. Uh, uh, Thierry, because you have 
ridiculous stats, <laughs> you're able you're able to tell that she may be younger than she appears, but it's just time and hardship have sort of worn etched lines into her into her face, and she says, "Oh, uh, Eva, 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 uh, is everything all is everything all right?" And she kind of blinks and starts as she sees the two of you behind her. What's come to what, help. what's happening? <clears throat> help? Um Yeah. <laughs> go, go for it. Uh we we understand that your daughter was it? Yes. Your daughter was um one of the only children that made it back from these disappearances and we were hoping to to speak with her to sort of get any idea what's happening so we can stop it from happening again. Her expression darkens a little bit. Juniper is, is a very fragile girl. I won't have you upsetting her. And I don't intend to upset her. But I also don't intend to let more children disappear. Ava reaches out and takes her by the elbow. She says, they, they're here to help. Why don't you and I sit go sit in the kitchen and and they can and they can speak with they can speak with Juniper. If there's any if there's anything, we'll be right here. So she moves her off, and uh, when you step into the house, it's a it's a it's a tidy little tidy little house, sort of very you know cozy. There's a, a fire burning uh, in the hearth. You can smell something that smells sort of like possibly a stew or really really Venus. hearty broth. Enith just. Just kind of like involuntarily starts paying attention to the smell. Yes, in his focus face. I was, I, I was, uh, I, sorry. You good? I was admiring. Yeah. That's so the, fair. It does yeah. smell very good. Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer's mother goes over, and this is when you catch sight of uh, a girl sitting. Uh, she looks to be about. 15 or maybe 16 sitting in a uh, rocking chair by, and staring out a uh, window. She's uh, got sort of long stringy brown hair uh, that's loose about her shoulders. Uh, her clothing looks a little bit a little bit rumpled, a little bit dis disheveled. Um, and uh, she's and she's uh, playing with the ends of it a little bit absently as she's as she stares out the window. And uh, and her mother says, Juniper, Juniper, these these people are here to talk with you. And the girl doesn't respond, but uh, she, the mother looks at you and sort of nods and and pulls away. So she's seated at the table. There are other seats at the table. She's yeah? seated. She's seated by the by the window. Oh, okay. She's looking out the window. She's looking out the window and. Okay, so I am going to. Is there? The window is, oh, sorry, I guess, are there seats near her? Yeah, there. it's a small room. There are chairs. You can easily pull up a chair nearby. Okay, so I'm going to sit so that if she's, if she's staring at the sort of the window at, I assume she's not like face flat against the glass. She's sort oh, of no, like at she's, an angle. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's sort of sitting, I guess, uh, with her. If she were staring straight ahead, the window would be beside her, but she's got her head, her face turned so that she can look out the window at, at the, 
at the at the outside at the outdoors. So I'll put myself so that I'm sort of at her peripheral vision, and I'll I'll take out my my sit turn, and I'll just start playing something soft, um, and I just I'm looking for any sort of reaction from her from things happening around her. Oh, the minute you start playing music, her mm-hmm. face lights up with a smile. Okay, so uh, as I play. I want to use Minor Illusion to sort of create a sort of a, a sort of a wispy pattern to get her to slowly turn from where she is back towards the room. So like it appears in front of her and then it drifts sort of in a slow, gentle circle back towards us. Nice, I like it. Uh, Enith, eyeing the chairs and knowing full well she can't sit in them, uh, takes, like, pops a squat on the ground and crosses her legs and just sort of a little bit to the side, watching. Well, you've definitely got her attention. She's not super focused on you, but but you've she's definitely sort of moved her attention away from whatever was going on outside that you couldn't tell because it looks pretty quiet out there. But whatever had her attention, uh, it is now directed generally generally to you. Although she is staring a little bit more at uh, Lady Enith than than at you. Enith is like halfway through a bite of a strip of of like elk jerky. <laughs> do do you do you want some? And and she's got like a ten foot arm span, so she's just reaches she reaches all the way over and offers like oh sorry. She, and takes the she, bit part off. <laughs> she's very polite. She she looks down and she she reaches out a hand and she doesn't take the jerky, but she kind of pets your for your forearm. Terry, I think we have an in. I agree. You must start asking her some questions. She scoots a little bit closer and like offers her forearm, just kind of sitting there. Oh yeah, she she is sort of mesmerized and just sort of stroking in uh, along uh, in the direction of the grain of fur. She's good at this. (laughs) She kind of Enid's sort of like God. Um. Hi, is is your name Juniper? You said. Is that what the mother said? Yes, About Juniper. Okay, yeah, cool. Juniper. Hi, is your name Juniper? She she keeps she keeps petting petting Lady Enid's arm, and she doesn't really respond to that. Okay, well, my name is Thierry, and this is Lady Enid. I am Knight. She keeps petting. We were wondering if you... Can I stop for a second? Do you like music? She she nods. There was music. Mm. Was it... And I... You know, I'm a little older because I'm a half-elf, so I sort of reach back. And... I do speak Sylvan, so I go back and I think 
and I try to play something a little bit more fair folk-y to see if that gets a different reaction from her. And I said, is this what the music was like? What kind of fair folk-y are we talking? Like describe the, describe the describe the mood the the mood that you're trying to set. Are you going um, quiet? Are you going dense? Are you what do you? I'm going more. How to describe this? Light the background. So uh, basically, with the set turn, you can play chords, and then on top of it, you can play other things. So the chords are a little. A little not spooky, but they're like you know diminished sevenths and minors and 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 just sort of playing around with that a little bit, and then on top of that, just sort of a very um, almost ethereal melody where it doesn't quite follow um, any strict sort of pattern. It's it'll it'll break into different time signatures and it'll move sort of around like that. She shakes her head. If I gave you an instrument, would you be able to show me what it sounded like? She shakes her head. There was dancing. I was dancing. So I sort of switch up. Would it be more something like, I just play like simple folk dance around a fire type of thing. And you get a, a nod. Okay. And who was there? Was it just you? Was it, was it other kids or was it adults or was it everyone? I don't know. There were colors and music. Okay. Were the colors like changing or was it just like you saw a color here and you saw a color there? Lots of colors and dancing. Moving colors. Moving and colors. And still colors. Lots of colors. Were there lights? Sometimes. And what happened when the dancing was done? Dancing's not done. You're still dancing now? I hear the music. Where do you hear it coming from? It's inside me. How does music go? She hums, but she's not, she's not a very good singer, but it sounds a little bit like, um, a little bit like a waltz. I vaguely play, I vaguely keep playing with one hand, uh, and I sort of take some notes really quickly on what it sounds like she's doing. Um, like she's, not a, I, she's not a very good singer. She's a little off key, but you recognize the syncopated rhythm and mm. it sounds it sounds kind of happy, but not frenetic. Okay. It is very pretty. It is. It's very nice. Why are you biting me? Sorry, my cat. <laughs> <laughs> my cat decided it was, now was the time to bite my hand. Uh, um, I'm, I'm sorry, it is bad habit. <laughs> uh, okay. There's, a, there's a, a whispered hiss from a, from across the room. Max, <laughs> bad kitty. 
come over here. Don't bother the nice people. <laughs> um. Uh, so I, I, I look at Juniper and I say, thank you very much for sharing this music with us. Um, if you hear it again from outside of you, could you let us know? She's not. She, says, she keeps It's very soft. Thank you. I use multiple pungents for conditioning. We're, I think we're going to go, Juniper, but thank you very much for talking to us. We'll come back and visit again, okay? You don't get a huge reaction, but you get a little, just a, the tiniest of nods. And then her, and then slowly uh, her attention drifts back towards the window. Okay. So I'll, uh, I'll put the sitter okay. away as I stand up. Enith kind of crawls up to her feet. The still other two adults, out. yeah. Still the hunched other... a little bit. Uh, you and, almost have to hunch because the ceilings are yeah, quite low. <laughs> probably. Um, and she takes her massive paw, just kind of like taps okay. Juniper on the head and says, Thank you for Screech's small one. She's back to staring out the window and, and just playing with the end of her hair again. And she the two turned. other adults, though, are slack-jawed in the kitchen, just staring at you like you've grown an extra head. Uh, <laughs> she, When she turns away from Juniper and she starts walking a little towards the exit or towards the main living room, uh, there's this little, um, not little, there's this low kind of grumble growl in her chest like she's... Like she's and, and the theory's probably heard this before. It's more like she's protective. She's getting a little like angry about whatever happened to the kid. So we'll we'll go back over to the parents and or I guess the parent and the priest yeah. priestess. Um You can see that happened. Yeah, Juniper the Juniper's mother's eyes are just brimming with tears. I haven't heard her speak that much ever. Not in nine years. Do you do you know how to play an instrument? No. Okay. Well, my suggestion would be um, get someone to play music for her because she seems to respond very quickly to that. Um, okay. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, we may come back um, tomorrow and, and see what there is to, to discuss, but I think for now, that's what we need. Thank you so much. We will bring little one back to you. Ava, Ava nods says, I'm going to stay for a few more minutes. Um, Will you be all right to to proceed on your own? Um, just point us in the direction of either one of the parents whose children have gone missing yeah. this time, or since there are other kids around, like, was it just groups of friends that went missing, or were like some friends no, taken and some friends they left were, behind? Un sometimes they were uh, unrelated. Um, 
sometimes sometimes uh, it was the all the children uh, one family lost all of their children many years ago just is over there, a period of days is there um there doesn't maybe seem to be any rhyme or reason that we can see was there maybe some friends of some of the children that we could go talk to uh yes of of course um there's uh you might uh, uh actually amelia do you have a last name <laughs> no i don't it's fine <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We're going to pretend Amelia has a last name that she gives it to you. Uh, she <laughs> she also uh, tells you the name of the three children who have already gone missing. Today is the today is the fourth day out of nine. So three children have already gone missing. Uh, one is Georgia Lockhart. Uh, one, and the second is Rupert Stillwell. And the third is Willow Brightbarrel. Well, give me the last one again. Sorry. Sure thing. Willow Bright Barrel. Georgia Lockhart, Rupert Stillwell, Willow Bright Barrel. All right, cool. Okay. Um, so obviously we step outside, um, yes. and we let them close the door. And I turn to. Uh, and she gives you directions also to where they sure, sure. where they live. Um, so I turn to Lady Enneth and I say, well, which, which do you think we should talk to first? Some of the, some of the grieving parents who may not have any information because I feel like if they did, they would have told someone, or, um, do you want to go talk to some of the friends of the kids? Children know more what children do, I think. All right, so let's go check out um, some of these friends then. And we will follow the directions to finally bring in our third player. <laughs> Question for DM. Yes. Um, the description of what Juniper talked about, does that seem... Does the, would that seem like anything other than just describing a festival? It, for the most part, it, with the exception of the dance is still happening. Um, other than that, um, would any of that be familiar to a pair of adventurers that might be messing with things that are supernatural? Well, the, colors, like the colors thing makes me think magic. Like the lights sure. and the colors and, and stuff like and, that. And, and perpetual dancing also feels magical well, think, in some way. I think above board I might know one of the spells, but I don't know if Thierry would know it, so I'm gonna hold that. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm yeah. hinting at, is like, would we, would our characters have any sort of knowledge of this kind of magic? You can go ahead and uh, let's Go out on a limb and say you can either roll Arcana or History, whichever is better for you. They're both the same. Yeah. They're both the same because Enith has. I would just like to say mechanically, Enith has the bare minimum intelligence to be an Eldritch Knight. Um, uh, that is uh, a sixteen plus one seventeen for me. That is much better than what she got an eleven. It's not. I, I mean, to hear you're like, yeah, that's 
she's definitely describing something magical and definitely something out of the ordinary. But you're not... Her descriptions were vague. Like she's... She's not given you enough to really be like to pinpoint exactly what it was. Okay. Right. But you are but you're you're like, nope, I'm I am confident that my initial supposition that weird magic is happening. Cool. All right. So we continue on towards um I'm so bad with character names. I'm Let so us sorry. talk to children. <laughs> to, to child. Sensei, what is your character's name? Uh, Amelia. Amelia. I'm going to write these down so I don't forget. Right. Take us there. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, it does not take long. The town is not a large one. You walk back a, a little bit the ways you can, almost to, back to uh, to the the outskirts of town where you first came in, and uh, there you find another whitewashed little house, much uh, much like the rest, with uh, with a, you know neat uh, recently painted uh, doors and shutters. And just around the back, you can see what looks like an elaborate herb garden. Now, uh, now, of course, beginning to die back as the weather cools. Um, as as you approach, you hear the door slam shut, <laughs> like it was oh. like it was cracked open a little bit and just was just pulled shut as you guys approach. Ina's ears just like twitch when she hears that. Well, at least we know someone's home. Uh, Enith is gonna sneak as close to the like as close to the house as she can and like put her ear up against the door. Amelia, you are currently home by yourself. Uh, your mother is uh, is out gathering mushrooms. Okay. It's the time of year for Chanterelles. It's very exciting. Mm. Um. Lady Edith has like in enhanced senses, sort of for hearing. And she's of, right? well. She's super, super quiet. Like she can be super, super quiet. So she's like trying to see if she can like sneak up so that she can hear something of what like a, someone would naturally be doing what if, if they you, didn't uh... think someone had walked up to the door. All right. What if you're? Uh, why don't you roll me a stealth check? Heck yeah! <laughs> it's the thing she's good at. Except when she rolls bad. <laughs> um, that's a five on the die, so eleven. Okay, Amelia, great. Amelia, let's have a perception check. Okay, with a, say, with, a, like, with advantage Burr. because you've been looking out the door this whole time. Oh, so you actually just barely miss uh, her passive perception of twelve. <laughs> uh, oh, come on! But you've come on. Yeah, baby. you've been actively. <laughs> There's this crazy floorboard on the front porch. Damn it. Well, <laughs> well I actually hit a net 20 on, on one of the... Oh, yeah. There you yep. go. First one of yep. the day. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, there's, yep, uh, there's a... Amelia, there's a bugbear on your doorstep. You hear ear pressed ear pressed up against the door. You just hear the door. <laughs> <laughs> she leans against the door. <laughs> you, you don't 
hear any like movement from inside but i i don't know i don't know exactly like the the tier of uh of like bugbear senses but mm -hmm. if it is this fine tuned you can definitely hear like heavier almost scared breathing But Amelia's not like moving around. She's maybe like a foot away from the door, just kind of backed up a step. <laughs> if I don't move, maybe they'll go away. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> let me see real quick. Did the priestess this... give us Amelia's name? Yes, she told you Amelia's name. Okay. Um. So I, I'm just sort of I'm just sort of let this happen for for a moment because <laughs> theory knows to to rescue Enith if she gets in too deep. <laughs> I mean, I could I could hear the squeaky board, so I guess that's the that's mm -hmm. the signal. So I'll come mm -hmm. up, I'll come up, and I'll just sort of I'll gently touch Lady Enith on the shoulder. I was like, maybe maybe we should I knock. I know. Oh, and she takes a nail and just goes. A, a good, like, ten long seconds pass. And then you hear on the other end just the very soft... Hey! Alright. We have made contact. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I, I say through the door, and I say, um, is Amelia home? Enith, yeah. with a weird level of dexterity, just kind of like slips behind Theory to get out of the way. <laughs> um, again, just like an unnaturally long time passes. That's not it's not too long, but silence is deafening. You know, mm -hmm. that's just y yes. Uh, could we could we talk to you? Um, we're we we're answering the priestess's call. We're trying to to help with the disappearances. Are, help stop the disappearances. Are you here? Um. Are you here to find my friends? Uh, if we can, yeah. Hi, cat. Finally decided to come out now that I'm talking. <laughs> Amelia's cat comes up. Yeah. <laughs> the the door creaks back open just the tiny bit. Um, Enith, like, adjusts her cloak, trying to look all official. And you can you can see just, like, a little bit of her. She's, she's very, very close to, like, this crack in the door. And is... <laughs> oh. Just... How... How do I know you're you you won't take me? Well, I do not have a sort of... big enough to take you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the door swings open. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> Honesty is best policy, Terry. That's true. You're not wrong. Um Do you want to talk inside or outside? Um Edith can... eyes the door frame. A little I know that you have a very nice garden out back. We could sit so, back there if you've got chairs. Um, yeah, we, well, it's not 
no, I'll come out. And she just walks out front. Um, very, very short, little gnomish girl. A little bit stocky, but like very long kind of black hair that comes down to a little bit past the shoulders. Um, has has a has a book kind of right right here, hiding her face just a little bit. <laughs> what are you reading? And Enid looks genuinely interested. Oh, um, it's and she she kind of turns it towards you, and it's um not legible. It's uh, it's it's a wizard script, so uh, it's it's yeah. it's her own uh, it's her own sort of script that is probably similar to something you may have seen if you've read a spell book, but not. I've you know. seen yeah. something like it. I know I've seen something like it, but I've never seen this. Yeah, Enith has definitely seen spell books before. She's definitely yeah. seen like wizard books before. Yeah, for sure. Are, are, are you a wizard? I mean, I um, I, I'm learning. Oh, this is this is your book. This is your magic book. This is my book. It's very nice. I have books. I have books. Oh, I like books. Thank you. Are you here? The, like, the, the, the smile has like fangs. <laughs> as a as a fang comes out, she again takes like a little step back. <laughs> Jeez. Um. So we we are here to help. Um. We spoke to Juniper, actually, and she mentioned a couple of things that I wanted to ask you about. Okay, um... Ooh. Yeah, do you know so, her? So, you, you know Juniper, uh, Amelia. She's around, she's a, a, uh, she's a couple of years older than you, uh, but yes, she's one of the, the kids who went missing nine years ago. Okay. And, and you would have... Been, and you, you were like there aren't that many children in this town that you wouldn't have known her and and been friends, but it was one you were very small. Yeah, and remind, is she the only one who's ever come back? She's the only one who's ever come back. Okay. Um. She was I... found wandering in the forest, uh, several months after she went missing. And can I assume that like? I've never really gotten her to to say anything, even over nine years. The only thing that she she will go on and on about music and dancing. Okay. And it's just on repeat. So she'll see that there was music and there was dancing. Okay. Uh... But yeah, mostly the town thinks of her as being simple-minded now, All right. and they just kind of let her be. Sorry, I got I got distracted. Uh, my mom just texted me to say, "Hey, there was a crime like a block away from you." <laughs> there was a crime. Yeah. Distracted on an ADHD stream. Yeah, yeah. No I can't way. this feels no very on brand. Yeah, apparently, like a block away from me, a bunch of kids stole eggs from a Walmart and then went and, and egged a quick trip. <laughs> Is that even a crime? 
<laughs> At least they didn't take their parents' hard-earned eggs. <laughs> hard-earned eggs. Okay. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Sounds yeah, like you're channeling Lady Enos there, the hard-earned eggs. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I'm sorry, what was the last thing that was said? Uh, you were asking we... about yes. if, if, if you were friends with her. I mean, yeah, I... Th- I I know her. Um I think she's hard to be friends with right now. Would you say that you were friends with her? Like before this all happened? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's everybody everybody's kind of friends with everybody. She's like she's like older though than amelia because it was nine years ago she disappeared so she's at least 10 years older than her no amelia is 14. 14 okay i was gonna say i think there's a two juniper is juniper is 16. yeah oh okay so juniper was taken when she was really young yes juniper was taken in fact all of the children all of the children who've been taken are anywhere between the ages of sort of four and eight gotcha okay cat cat what that's my dice rolling spot cat um, what do you remember from when they went missing? Sort of way back when. I mean, it not not a lot. It was like it was during during the festival, but everybody everybody goes missing at night. I think. Do you remember? Do you remember hearing any music or anything like that? It, it would have sounded something sort of similar to this, and I pull out the turn and I play based on what um, Juniper gave us. I, I play sort of something similar to what she said. Amelia, give me an intelligence saving throw, please. Oh, God. Why would you do that? Oh, it's fine. This is a good score for me. 15. Yes. You know, you hadn't... You had... It's like something scratches at the back of your mind like an itch. There's something about that music that you haven't you haven't been, you hadn't heard music, you didn't think you heard music, but that melody sounds familiar. I No, I mean, yes, I hmm. It's I mean, that's not the music that, like, we play at the festivals, but I've heard that before. I wonder, I wonder, if you heard it again, would you recognize it, do you think? Maybe? I don't remember hearing that but i do i don't that doesn't make sense it's like deja vu but with it's like deja vu but with music yeah magic can be uh how you say um weird funky yeah hey music no funk hasn't been invented yet Well, I guess we're doing that by the end of the by the end of the day today. 
that you know of. The Saturn can approximate a slap base. We can do that. Funk has, yet, has <laughs> not yet come to this small floor village. Incredible. Play that funky music, elf boy. Yeah, alright. <laughs> uh, so, um, okay. Would you, and I do not ask this of you lightly, but if you are practicing magic, then maybe this is something that you could do. Would you be willing to help us try to figure out who is being taken tonight so that we can either stop it or or stop whoever's doing it? Yeah, um, I've been I've been thinking, because um my my teacher says that you should you should find you should find answers in in everything and i've been i've been looking for for patterns and i haven't i haven't found anything i don't know how to tell who's next well the good news is the town's pretty small and music is something that you can hear so my thought for the night is basically the three of well the two of us for sure and then if you want to help the three of us be out at night and listening for people leaving because it sounds like the they leave through the front door it sounds like they just sort of let themselves out of their house because the front doors are always open um or someone comes in and goes out through the front door but either way we should be able to see it theoretically if we're around the house that it's happening too we just need to, I guess, clue in on the music before um, before they're gone. Because it wouldn't surprise me if the music is sort of luring the, the, the children out of their homes. Um, especially since you said you've never heard the music before, but you recognize it. So I'm wondering if this is just something that can be heard all over town. Then, do you, if... You don't recall, you don't recall anyone ever yeah, mentioning hearing right. music. No, that's, that's kind of what I'm trying to, like, because if, if that's, then why doesn't anybody talk? Do you think it's only kids? No. It might be. It it might be specific to to the kids that are being taken. I mean, it's it sounds like the the kids are all between a certain age. It sounds like it's it's there's no particular rhyme or reason to who is chosen that we can tell. So well, whatever is happening is 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 triggering based off something we don't know. What um what what uh, how you say um. What ancestry were the children that were taken? Perhaps that could have meaning. Uh, so, uh, for the sake of argument, we can say that yeah. Eva told you what they're saying, because sure. otherwise we're going to be interrogating yeah, people fine. for the next seven <laughs> yeah. years. Uh, Georgia fine. Lockhart is a is a human. Rupert okay. Stillwell is a half-elf, and Willow Brightbarrel is a halfling. Never mind. It was passing thought. I do not think there was connection there. But I like to think out loud. 
It's not a bad thought because it, it, every race. <laughs> well, I was thinking. Uh, oh my if god! Was... Is that is it? Can oh, we? Can no. we? Is that what it is? Is that what it is? It's a horrible no. Is that what happened last time? Sort of situation. Is that is that what happened last time? The the nine that went missing, or is it is it nine you're missing? Right, nine yes, missing nine. nine years ago. So the nine that went missing nine years ago, are they all like different? sort of ancestries or it was a mix for sure okay okay but it wasn't um, not, like each one it wasn't was like different ancestry okay. Okay. nine years they later now do... that wizards has released more books there are nine more ancestries to take oh um, no it's 52 <laughs> children went missing um <laughs> i need a bigger so, town so, okay so um and and ina starts kind of pacing a little bit back and forth thinking her tails kind of like as she's as she's pondering so things things that could connect children uh, uh do they all hang out in the same place uh when when they play the they've all gone to visit is there like a special wood spot that the kids go and play at because i know when i was growing up and my childhood was maybe a little bit different uh but like there were times where we would just go out in the woods and there was like a spot where we would go and hang out and do stuff at can't that... um a lot of us don't really leave leave the town much unless unless we're mm. doing like something kids just kind of play like around there's um the what did you call it like, this ta like a town square sort of yeah there's a town or, square or there's like... a lot of there's a lot of green spaces nearby like the some of the fields are fallow uh, there's a river nearby where the where they um, in the uh, in the early, in the summer, especially when the the water level has gone down a little bit, it's a really it's nice and refreshing to swim there. Um, yeah. There's no one one specific like weird abandoned cottage in the woods or anything like that. Where kids all the kids play. go like, if you can stay there all night, you get everyone's respect. Um, Okay. Uh, perhaps stake out these best. We can still talk to. Um, excuse me. We can still talk to some of the parents yeah. who have lost their children before. Talk to some of the parents who lost their children so far that we have a that we can we can get back. Yes. Um. So maybe we should do that since we still have daylight. Very well. All right. Well, the nearest house is the one that belongs to uh, Rupert Stillwell's parents. Uh, so you can speak to Stillwell. And, yeah. Um, I think yeah. Amelia has kind of already done this before tried to talk to people to get information um so she's like i i i have another idea i'm gonna go do something else i'll be i'll be back i'll be back in like an uh i'll be back at like an hour at my house we'll meet you here yeah okay <laughs> okay um, so and just, what are you uh what is your plan um i have uh I can do the I can do this to ten houses by expending every single spell slot I have. 
very independent child. Yeah. I think I'm going to find the four, like, maybe not most likely, because I don't think I have that, just like four houses that I know there's a children, uh, there's a children of around the Mm -hmm. age of five. Who are you, Lady Enith? (laughs) (laughs) A children. And I'm going to uh, oh wait, actually no, I can only do this as a ritual. I can do this to as many houses as there is time. Okay. Uh, so I'll spend ten minutes at houses where I know there's children about the age of five-ish and put alarm on their front doors. Okay. Hmm. Are you uh, doing it as a silent alarm or a uh, an auditory alarm? Uh, How many people are you planning to freak out? <laughs> uh, as a as a mental alarm, I don't think I want to. I don't think Amelia wants to like make a huge thing about it. Okay. Noted. I like it. I like it. All right. Moving back to Lady Enith and uh, Thierry, you make your way to the door. This time, presumably, you have learned your lesson and you knock. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, Lady Enith reaches out before Theory can reach the door and knocks, like, five feet ahead of her. Gosh, your arms are long. Utilizing why that I very give, nice bugbear reach. I give yes. very good hugs. I told you. True. Offer still stands, by the way. All right. Um, so, once again, the the, the door opens and uh, and a uh, well it's hard to tell her age but a half elf woman with uh, with uh, curly with curly blonde hair opens uh, uh, opens the door uh, she's got bright blue eyes and a, a rosy complexion and she looks a little startled to see a very large bugbear standing fi- five feet away and then her eyes track over to you. Uh, Thierry and uh, she flushes bright red and drops her eyes and uh, takes a couple of steps back and you know this you know Marjorie you know Marjorie very very well or you did why you did did 10 years ago oh my god Uh, no, sorry, uh, oh, no. sorry, sorry, uh, sorry. Seven, seven years ago, my apologies. Yes, you, but yes, you, you definitely know her, and uh, you have a passive insight of seventeen. She definitely recognized you, and oh no, there's oh, oh, I, mm, hello. Nice uh, to see it, you again. Um, uh, how are you? Um, I. <clears throat> And behind her, uh, a very, a very tall, burly man with very dark, uh, very dark hair and dark brown eyes comes up and puts a hand on her shoulder and is like, "Who are these people, darling?" She's like, "I, um." Well, we're hmm. adventurers. Uh, we're answering the call from the priestess, and 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 we're trying to figure out what happened to the children before, so we can stop it from happening again. And that, at that, Marjorie's eyes kind of come up, and she looks at you, she's like, Are you here to find our Rupert? If we can. Oh, thank, thank goodness. And, uh, yeah, there's a flicker of something on her face that you're not entirely sure. 
I come in, come in, please come. Uh, yes, come in. Um, can I, um, tea? Would you like tea? I can make tea. I'm, uh, yes, the kettle. I'm going to, uh, kettle. I'm going to put the kettle on. Yes. I, <clears throat> and she like, goes off. And it's like, is obviously extremely right. flustered. Could and I have the background? Because I understand that I, I know her, and I'm getting a feeling of what I know her from. Getting a vibe? <laughs> uh, where? Well, you know, when you knew her, she was not married. Oh, okay. All right. That, that's, and, uh, that was the main thing, right? <laughs> Enith, yes. Enith leans right over Theri's shoulder and says, I do not notice much, but she, she acted very weird. Yes. That. Suspicious. Man mm. says you'll you'll have to excuse um, my wife. We this has been this has been a very a very trying couple of days for, for where all of us. was where was wife when children went missing? Probably here. <laughs> She just got super suspicious at this super so sketch lady, so and he, so she did not so catch the undertone. Um, uh, and, and 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 I I just sort of I just sort of she was and I and I say she was um, asleep in our bed. So wait, well. hold on, rewind. Um, I knew her seven years ago, but her child disappeared nine years ago. No, no, her her child no. disappeared two days ago. Oh, disease. Okay, there, there, there. All right, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> can right. the, can we get description of Rupert, please? Oh, uh, of, of course. He's uh, he's about so high, and you know, mm -hmm. gives you generic description of like roughly roughly uh, six year old with, and he's got uh, straight bl straight blonde hair and 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 hazel and hazel eyes. He was wearing his, his he was wearing his pajamas. They're they're gray, gray flannel. Takes after takes after his mother. That boy, like this, this boy looks. God dang, he's, the mm -hmm. father is a big. Enith just Enith just very innocently asking, "How old is child?" <laughs> <laughs> he's about to turn seven. It, it'll be his birthday in two months. <laughs> where um, uh, where was where was a little bit less? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Terry is is very good at hiding his expression. He has a he's he's very good at you know keeping things close to the chest. Uh, he has a lot of internal turmoil happening right now. Yep. This is uh, this is I have a son. <laughs> is what I'm getting from this, and my son has gone missing, and I happen to be here to try to find him. And that is that is sort of the pathway that Terry has now gone down. Yes, because you've oh, got boy. because you've got ridiculous passive everything. Um, <laughs> you can also you see that there are like. that there are two. It's it's honestly ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I can't. I'm not going to try and hide anything have, from you. It's fine. I have expertise in so many things. It's just so like... many things. Bonkers, just bonkers. Um, you can see that uh, there's a room in the back where the door has been cracked open, and there are two like little heads peeking out of younger children, and both of them have very dark hair, where they're just kind of. I just sort of wave. I see. They Everybody immediately pull now. back. <laughs> For the best. 
Okay. Uh, can you and I, I pull myself together and I turn <laughs> to um, Marjorie's husband uh, and and I say, "Is there anything you can tell us about the night that Rupert disappeared?" It was a night like any other. We went to bed, put the children to bed, and in the morning, and. Poor Georgia was already gone by then, so we locked the doors, we barred the doors, and pulled the shutters to, and in the morning the door was open and he was gone. Uh, can you show me, like, do you, do you, when you lock the door, does it lock, do you need a key to get it from the inside and the outside? Oh, no. Or does it, does it have, like, a mechanism on the inside? Uh, you, you can look that the door literally just has like a bar. Like a bar across? Yeah. This is not a sophisticated sound. Got it. All right. Um, and I sort of point over to the room where I saw the kids and I was like, is that where Rupert was? Yes, that's the children's bedroom. Uh, do you mind if I go? Of course. Work? Of course. Okay. Of course. Uh, and so I'll, I'll make my way back. Um, and I'll, did the kids close the door to their room? Uh, it, it's closed, but it's not locked. I'll knock. <laughs> door opens, like, very slowly. Hi. Do you he mind if I go outside? The room? So. So, so there's, uh, there's, uh, a, a, a girl who looks to be maybe four, and uh and a, a younger boy anywhere between sort of two and three you're not you're not sure children at that age meh. hard to say i say i'm trying to find your brother can i look in your room and so i having gotten permission of of the children i i go into the room um just describe me what there. I see. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for your brother. Can I check your room? Um. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so uh, there are, yeah, there are two beds in the room. Uh, one is uh, just a, a, a single cot, and the other is a slightly larger bed where it seems like the two younger children that the two younger children share the larger bed, and uh, one bed that has been very carefully made up in the in the corner of this, uh, the single bed. I mean, the sheets are nice and crisp, the blankets have been folded, uh, the pillow's been re been arranged. Uh, the other bed is unmade. <laughs> or it looks perhaps like it was made and then maybe got jumped on. That's fair. And so I, I crouch down, sort of not like up in the kids' face, but I crouch down so that I can see the kids and they can see me. <laughs> and I... I asked him, I was like, when your brother went missing, were you guys here asleep? Did you wake up? Gary is torn because on the one hand, he really wants to see if the music makes them trigger the same way it made um, Amelia trigger. But on the other hand, if the if the music triggers and they go gallivanting into the woods, um, that's not great. So Terry is not hundred percent sure what he wants to do with that. 
So uh, he stands up and he thanks him. He he walks back into the other room. <clears throat> Lord. Marjorie is putting out tea as it happens, so you can soothe that little. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> she is uh, not making much eye contact. What's the likelihood she knows how he takes tea? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm being a shitster. <laughs> But that's that's a really good. I, I don't didn't know. think about it that. I did. I, don't I, was, know. I was wondering. It was it that it been... kind of relationship that she knows how he took his tea. We can leave that to Thierry to decide. Oh well, there you go. Uh, I'm gonna do my favorite type of uncertainty roll, which is luck unluck. Let's see. Nice. Uh, she unluck for me means she probably does know. That's my unlucky option. I, I'm just, I'm trying to think. We're, we're going to say that she does. Okay. In which case- it's like, we're going to say that she does, but it's very specific. So, like, she probably shouldn't have known that <laughs> unless we knew each other before. Mm-hmm. So what she, what she does do, because uh, Marjorie is also not a stupid woman, uh, she puts down plain cups of tea for everyone and perhaps puts the uh, milk and a very small pot of sugar fractionally closer to you. <laughs> Not trying to cause marital distress here. <laughs> Pretty mm-hmm. much. All right. Um, so I guess we'll sit down. And we'll talk. There's, there's not a whole lot, I think, that they know necessarily. No. Um, yeah, once you get through sort of questioning them, the same story comes out. It's very much the same as what you've been hearing all along. The parents heard nothing because they were already on alert, so they were trying to keep the house secured, and the, in the morning the door was open, despite their best efforts. I will explain to them the thing about the music between Juniper and then what we did with Amelia. And I'll say, um, do you mind if I play that now to see if it triggers a memory in you guys? Uh, oh, all right. Yes. And um, we don't have to do it near your other kids. Because if, if it does trigger something, I don't want them to wander off into the woods. All right. Then. There. They are, they are, they are willing, and they send the children to play in the backyard. <laughs> All right, so I will quietly play it and see if that triggers anything for them. And if not, then we're right in thinking that it's just the kids yeah. can hear it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to trigger anything. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, we will do our best to find Rupert. Thank you. Mm. Marjorie uh, e- does look very sincerely grateful that you're that you're helping. Uh, Enith has um, stayed outside during this little interaction, um, and I, I wanted to sort of. S- How many days has it been since Rupert disappeared? 
too. Uh, she's gonna look around the outside of the house and like in the 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 yard near it to see if she can find anything that would indicate either um, a direction or like any 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 tracks, any anything that would have uh, right. felt like it would have been from Rupert. Pick a skill, and that will determine what you find. Uh, I will be right back. I just need to get some water. Sure. Sounds good. I'm gonna do. Ooh, she's better at that. Um, I'm gonna do survival for like okay. tracking. Go for it. Why? Why? Giant dice. Um. God damn it! That's a nine. I'm gonna. Mm. I like my big dice, but I'm not going to use it anymore. <laughs> It's been betraying me lately. The, the, the die is going to go and have a little time in for a while. To... Yeah, I've got a I've got a jail somewhere for yeah. it. I don't believe in I don't believe in punishing the dice. I believe that I believe in in positive parenting. It needs a little and a little so, chaise lounge, a little like timeout. Well, what I what I do is I give it I give it a, a space in which it can it can you know recoup and like have a moment of mindfulness and remember it's. I should make life. a teacup or something. Yeah, for exactly. it to hang out in. Actually, exactly. I have an incense stand here. I can hang out. Right there. But yeah, you look. Uh, you 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 look around. You 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 sniff around. Um, but uh, yeah, there's, there's nothing that really catches your attention. Not not with a nine. <laughs> Though, if you tell me that that's what you did when I leave, I will mention that it's like, oh, maybe we could try that at the child who just disappeared. It'd probably be easier to find those tracks. Yes. There is, um, <clears throat> I, I get farm animal more than child in nose. Okay. Yeah. There are, there are cows nearby. Not in the town, but this is a farming community. There's, there's a lot of manure. Do you think they they smoke meat here? I'm running low. I would assume, but I don't know. But we should ask. I am after, chil after children. After yes. children. Yes. So, who? It was the willow. Right? Willow yes. Brightbarrow who disappeared yesterday, right? Yes. So why don't we go there and um, I can do, we can basically, I don't think we need to necessarily play through it, but like I could ask the same questions and go through the same yes. stuff. Um, and then you could um, forgive the expression, sniff around uh, and see if it you is, can. It, nothing to forgive, it is, it is what I do. But you could potentially see if you could pick up a trail here, just because the kids only been gone a day. Like they disappeared less than twenty four hours ago. Yes, I like this. I like this plan. All right, so we'll Kitty. Oh, cute. <laughs> so we'll go. Uh, we'll go to Willow Bright Barrel's house, and yeah. I'll talk to the parents and yeah. um, Lady Innocent. So yeah, you get you get very much the same the same scenario once again. Uh, and the parents don't recognize the music if you play it. Do they also have multiple children or just the one? Uh, they do have uh, multiple children, but uh, many of their children are older. Mm. So anywhere from the, they're, they're halflings, and so they are longer lived, and so they actually have 
a multitude of children. It just ha so well. Have they have any of their other children gone missing before? This is the first time. Nope, for this kids. is the first one for them. Interesting. All right. Uh, all right. F uh, feel free to uh, roll uh, whatever. If uh, if Siri wants to assist you, you may roll with advantage. I would love to assist. Thank you. Wonderful. Uh, I'll, so, even, so she's... I'll even give Bardic Inspiration and play a hunting tune. Whoa! Amazing. <laughs> it's just Peter and the Wolf. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your inspiration die? D six. D six. All right. So in case I need it, I will I will have it at the ready. Um, so Enith is um, with with this kind of like pump up tune going um, is sniffing and listening and trying to basically act like she's tracking something. Um, I think it's she actually is. Pink Panther. I think it's actually the Pink Panther theme. Amazing. I love yes. it. Okay. Well, I appreciate the advantage, um, and I am going to use the uh, inspiration die as well. Um, so that's, okay, that's 15 so far, but just to, you know, just to make sure. Uh, 17. All right. Well, fifteen is what you needed. So yes. awesome. good job. Just, just making sure we <laughs> take it over the edge. Shove that, go. shove that over that, over the the edge there. Yes. Yeah. The other okay. roll I got was a one, so I appreciate the advantage. <laughs> <laughs> With a one, you would have stepped on the evidence. Oh was, no. <laughs> I was going to say a cow patty, but sure. <laughs> well, it's a uh, you. You, you literally and metaphorically sniff around the house. Uh, this house is actually closer to the to the edge of town uh, in the direction of the forest. And uh, under a, an under, uh, not completely under a window, but towards, uh, around the side of the house, you do find a single print. It is a paw, a paw print. Uh, you may make a nature check to determine what kind of print it is. But whatever it is, it is large. Okay. Um, let's see. Like Lady, like Lady Enith, when you put your hand, your hand, when you put your hand next to it, the print is comparable. Fun. Um, that is only a. That's only a ten. Okay. Well, you're not super expert on very very big creatures and you're thinking what would be that big a bear uh, it's not a, it's a bear i mean if you didn't know better you'd say it looked like a dog print but it's way too big so maybe big. it's a bear but there's no claws it's weird big dog daddy you've daddy. never heard of a dog this big even wolves um, don't make tra even wolves don't make tracks this, this large <laughs> Uh, Theater, you hear, um, you hear a little pipe of a whistle, um, which is, uh, Enith has a little signal whistle to, like, let you know, basically, like, she found something, <laughs> but right, without so having will, to verbalize it when people are, will, like, around. I will, um, I guess I'm not trying to panic anyone, so I, but I will hustle over. And uh, Enith is still sort of like glancing past the paw print to see if she can see anything remotely like a direction. But she um, she kind of vaguely points around where the paw print is, and she goes, "There was uh, there was beast here. Cannot be sure what, but big." Well, I'll look down at the paw print. 
And like, if we're talking big, are we talking like the size of my head big? We're talking Ina's the size of big, Ina's. A yeah, big her hand. claw is real big. She's got a big, big wingspan on her hand. Uh, and she's barely a medium creature. <laughs> the the paw print itself, though, yeah, is yeah. like it's the like, size of it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's maybe it's not quite as big, but it's it's in that general neighborhood. It's quite large, bigger than your hand, <laughs> for sure. Um, can you tell which way it went? It's just the one. It's just the one paw print, but it seems to be heading out of. It's the direction is out, not in. Toward the forest. If you had to guess, toward the forest. Is this in like a traffic space, or is this like outback? It's outback. If it were in a traffic space, that that print would be gone. It would have been walked over by now. Do you think they're riding something? Or being carried by something? It, it, there, there seems to be some level of coercion. It's like at the <clears throat> at the Stillwells, the, they had a bar across the door so that it's very easy to get out from the outside, or from the inside, but not very easy to get in from the outside. So this strikes me as being some sort of coercive magic in nature. The kids are leaving on their own, and then they're carried or they ride away on whatever this is. Do do we know they left via door and not a window? We don't. Uh, and I look down at the print and I look back towards the house. Like, does it? If if I'm taking a line from the back of the print back, does it look like it's going to a window, or does it just look like it's going to the house in general? It looks like it's going toward the forest. No, the, sorry, uh, and then reversing that. Oh, reversing from, that. Uh, it's it's toward the house. Hard it's to hard tell. to say. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to tell if it's going just, to a window. What you do know is that uh, they shuttered the windows and barred the doors, and the windows appear to have remained shuttered, and the doors were wide open. Okay. So it makes it makes more sense for them to have just let us through the door. Mm. All right. Otherwise, why leave the door open, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I am fine to. I am good to track if we are going to follow into forest. Uh, how long do we have before we set? We meet up with Amelia. At this point, Amelia didn't give you an exact time. She said an but hour. She said an, an hour. hour so at this point, between uh, between having tea with uh, tea with your ex and <laughs> and <laughs> snooping around two houses, you're uh, you're definitely butting up against that that full hour. Why don't we come back um, after we've met up with Amelia? Because I feel like she has as much skin in this game, if not more. Well, as much she skin will... in the game as as us. She will. She will know. She might. They said they did not leave town. Yes, we will meet up with with child. Yeah. Right. Go ahead back Easily. to her house. And... Easily done. Yep. <laughs> Amelia, you have set all of the alarms. And soon there is a bugbear on your doorstep again. Wizard child, we have returned. Uh. The the door just opens like 
Okay, I yeah, I finished. So what were you doing? Um I made it so that I'll know if somebody opens any kids' doors in town. Oh. That's brilliant. That is very smart, yes. You you really are a wizard. Like that. Um we what time do people normally go to bed in town? Like, what, what, what are the hours we're looking at for these abductions? Are we looking at like midnight? So at pretty this much, time, or? at this time, at this time of year, uh, the sunset comes around uh, seven thirty p.m. and darkness sets in any time after that. People are usually in bed between you know nine and nine and ten o'clock. So yeah, midnight seems like as good a time as any. So that means we have a little bit of time. While there's daylight, let's see if we can track that paw print a little bit. If we can't, we'll come back, we'll eat, we'll rest, and then midnight will come and we will do things then. All right. Sounds like Blen. Okay. So are you going back and trying to find more paw prints? Yeah, at least... Uh... Yeah, seeing like basically making our way towards the forest and kind of keeping it. Maybe maybe we should do like one of those things where you kind of all get up in a line and you move forward so that we're covering as much ground as possible as we're looking. I mean, for there's, I mean, there's three of you. Yeah. So it's not uh, like as grid searches go, it's not <laughs> it's, going to be the most it's, efficient. It's more than nothing. I mean, true. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, uh, if you are then, spreading out, if you are spreading out, everyone may choose whether they want to roll uh, survival or perception or investigation, uh, but you will not be rolling at advantage. Okay. Oh, good. I got a nice even 10. Yay! I got a good roll! Oh! oh, oh okay. Uh, I rolled a 19 on the die, so that's Hell a yeah. 26. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, Murphy. Okay, and uh, uh, Enith rolled a 16, so that's a 21. Okay, well, why do I bother setting DC? She's on the trail. <laughs> Let's do it. I told you, grid system works. Grid, grid search works. <laughs> Hard to argue with the results. <laughs> it really is very difficult to, to argue with the, with the result. Well, um, this, uh, the, uh, the forest outside of town is an evergreen forest, uh, as uh, I said before. And the ground is, uh, is in fact, covered in, in pine needles that sort of cr crunch and whisper under your feet as you walk. And sort of the, the smell of fur is uh, permeating the air. Normally, on a hard forest floor like this, covered in pine needles, it would be really difficult to do any kind of tracking. Uh, but uh, Thierry, you see it first, followed closely by Lady Enith. Amelia, you're, you're looking for tracks. You're like, okay, tracks, dog tracks, large dog tracks. But the two of you uh, catch sight of a tuft of black fur caught on a protruding broken branch. All right. Well, that definitely looks like the uh, we're, we're headed in the right direction. How much time do we have before sundown? 
at this point, you have a few hours left before before sundown. You've been talking to people, setting alarms, having tea, doing doing grid searches, having um, existential crises about fatherhood. Exactly. <laughs> it's now it's now getting into the it's now getting into the evening. Uh, so, but the sun isn't isn't setting just yet. But you're um, you're, getting, you're getting close. I turn to Amelia and I go. Do you know how far out into the woods they found Juniper? Um, no, no, no. I wasn't with him when they when they found her. Let's let's keep going a little bit and see if we can sort of determine a direction this goes, and then we'll head back to town. Okay, let's have uh, let's have more rolls, please. Okay. Of our more choice rolls. of those types. Yep. Of, of any oh, time. that's not nearly as good. That is a total of a fifteen. I rolled eight on the die. Ooh, nice. Um. Enith rolled an 18 in survival, which gives her a 23. Yeah, you're fine. Nice. Let me know if you hit 20 or above and we're good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's your, your DC is 20. Over, over 20. Over 20 is good. Okay. Yes. So again, you can't find prints are not the way to go in this particular kind of terrain, uh, but you do... Uh, the next thing you find is, not, in fact, uh, not fur, but a small scrap of uh, of gray flannel. And you do remember on the ground or like on nope, a tree? No, again, again, snagged against a tree, much higher up this okay. time. How high are we talking? Uh, as tall as as tall as your head. Like it was you. Uh, you were oh, looking shit. around. You straightened up, and it was at eye level. Like oh, hello. So like seven. Oh shit. Okay. Uh huh. And she she plucks the fabric off. What what did I remember? I interrupted. You, you. remembered that uh, Rupert Stilwell was wearing gray flannel pajamas when he disappeared. And she just kind of like sniffs it, and uh... it smells of it smells vaguely of the of the house that you remember. I mean, it smells more strongly of whoever was wearing it. But you you've got a, a, a keen olfactory sense where you can differentiate those subtle nuances of different things. Theory. And he, and she, uh, she just kind of holds it down for him. This was, uh, like, uh, like, like Rupert boy. There's no blood or anything on it, right? It's just like no, torn fabric. No, it just looks okay. like it just looks like it snagged on a branch and and came off. All right. Okay. So, um, I have cartographer's tools. Ooh. Um, can I sort of create a very basic map that gives us a direction to go in if our evening is unsuccessful? Um. Based on these yeah. points of, uh, based on these locations that we found, sort of give me a. Are you a are you are you proficient with set cartographer's yes. tools? Yes, okay. I specifically am proficient. Fantastic. Let's let's have a roll and see how well you. Yes, you may. Let's see how well you do it. Wait. Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm pretty sure I am. Yes, I am. Like, wait. Oh All no. Right. <laughs> uh, that is a nineteen on the die again. Nice. All right. Yeah. You. You. You create a very, I mean, it's a little awkward because you're standing and it's parchment. Sure, sure, sure. So you're like, okay, Enith, bend over a second. Yes. Use, use, use her, her, use her back as a desk. <laughs> All right. 
And, so we'll just I'll got, quickly sketch that out. She's got like out. leather armor. She can like hold it out. And really That'll hard. work. That'll work. He's so like, right, how is Bugbear like writing desk? <laughs> you know, it's it's working pretty well for what we're doing right now. All right, I'll take it. There you go. Um, okay, let's head back to town and see if we can't rest and relax until evening, until nighttime, and then um, hopefully we can catch this thing as it takes the kid, or before, even. See if there is jerky. Yes. Easily yeah. done. Uh, so, yes, even without your status as a folk hero, it is very easy to uh, to find... Uh, a, in fact, uh, Amelia's mother, once she is back from her mushrooming, uh, welcomes you into her home and feeds you as much as much food as you will eat. Wait, do we She's both a very... have folk hero background? Did you uh, have oh that God. too? Yes, you do. Amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. So we are just we are just folk heroes traversing yeah. the land. I exactly. love it. Exactly. Folk heroes traversing the land, helping out where you're like the you're like the littlest hobo. <laughs> everybody everybody knows about that dang bugbear just wandering around <laughs> taking like odd jobs. Uh, exactly. Hold on, I'm going to change my background real quick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Be a folk child hero. Exactly. No. So, um, so yes. And uh, although there are not, the it's a very small house. Um, she uh, she is perfectly happy to pull out like little uh, uh, little pallets for you to have a nap on if you want to. Not that you particularly need a short rest, but if you want to have a short, do I get rest, inspiration then, back on short rest? It's <laughs> an excellent question. I don't know. I don't remember. It's been a hot Nap's minute already... since I dealt with bards. I don't. Naps I don't, are I don't important. Think so. I think it's a long rest. Yeah, I think it's like level five or six or somewhere around there that you get the short rest thing. It's definitely oh. not three. Dang it. Alright, Uh, nope. Uh, yeah. Long rest. Uh, yep. Yeah, long. Uh, nope. Uh, beginning fifth level. Uh, I think. Oh, is that? Wait, no. That's something else. Never mind. Uh, no. It yeah. is not. All no. Right, fifth, so... fifth level is when it changes the short rest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. But you're you're, awesome. you're three and three, right? I'm three and three, so it's it's long rest. Ah, today. gotcha. So alas, that's the the price of multiclassing. Yeah. It's very cool, but it does it does come with a little bit of a cost. That's fine. It's worth it. Worth That's paying. fine. <laughs> you had you got uh, you got the role that you needed out of it. It is it was worth every yep. expenditure. <laughs> All right. Um, if it is okay with everybody, I'm going to take a quick two minute break, and sure. we will come back and resume the adventure. Welcome back, everyone. So let us rejoin our player characters as they plan their stakeout for the night. What's the plan, folks? Okay. Um, yeah, so, Amelia, you have sort of clued in, right, to, to everything? Yeah. Like you yeah. sort of, yeah. So I, I feel like we should be sort of equidistant from all of these different houses so that we can just when one of them goes off, you can sprint that direction. I do mm -hmm. not have any spells or anything like that that help me communicate over long distances, so I think we probably should stay together unless um, Amelia or or Lady Enith, you have something for that. All I have is Whistle, which is opposite of Subtle. Um, I do have dark vision up to 60 feet. 
which helps a little. So I can keep I an eye on. We all do, right? Do we all have sixty foot our dark vision? I do believe so. Nice. Uh, I, th- I think. Uh, do I? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. Yes, I was gonna yeah, say as a yeah. as a no as a gnome you would. If okay. you were a halfling, you wouldn't. But as a gnome, you would. The, that helps a little the, bit uh, in terms of the, us being able to eyeball what's going on. Yeah, the default feels like yes, dark vision just for all D and D characters. So I, I am notorious. I am notorious for always playing character races that don't have dark vision, and I'm the only one sort of staggering around blindly after the party. It's terrible. And that's why you get characters with you that can cast dark vision. Yes. Hey. <laughs> all um, right. Yeah, I mean, other than other than, like I said, an ability to either make a noise or make light as like a signal, that's about all that Edith has on her. Well, I guess I do have minor illusion, which can create pretty loud sounds. So I could sort of set off an alarm if we split up. Yeah, I um, also have minor illusion. I also just have dancing lights. That'd be more subtle than something suddenly appearing, like you could have something sort of dim. Yeah. Well, actually, it's a cantrip. I guess I can kind of keep it up indefinitely. The spell itself only lasts for a minute, but if I can just instantly cast it again, then... Little happy, happy dancing lights. Yeah. All right. So, are you sticking together? Or are you spreading out? I... What's the consensus? I don't mind being slightly separate because I can, I can speed up quite significantly. Like I can buff myself to be pretty damn fast. Um, Amelia, you do have teeny tiny gnomish lights. Can take you a little, little longer you... to catch. Um, I could, uh, wizard, wizard child, and I could be on same space because I could carry wizard child. If that is, if that is not offensive to to recommend. Um, I am very strong. I could also, with my magical sittern, um, make her fly. How I am long sorry, that, Amelia. Is, is that, I lied. That's casting. I, that's casting. Up, it's up to ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Amelia, I apologize. It, it was lie before. I I could carry you away. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Now that this is the right time to say that. <laughs> I won't. Only only with consent. Only. <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay, so... What's the rough layout of... Like, is there is there a rough... Mm, how, how do I phrase this? You can mm-hmm. find... You can find a decent vantage point wherein you don't have to be spread out. If okay. you choose to stick together. there uh, You can pick a spot that's um, not on the outskirts of the village, but that's Reasonably, sh- reasonably sheltered, and that gives you a good view of the main street, which is where most of the houses either are situated or where it would be most logical for um, people to yeah. for, oh. progress to if they're leaving their houses. How many? Uh, we only found one set of the wolf prints, right? 
Yes, we didn't you, look for you more. Rolled, you rolled. You rolled pretty high. Uh, you rolled. You rolled decently, um, and there. Uh, and you found the one track outside. Uh, outside. Uh, was it not? Um, it was outside. Um, it was Willow's house. Willow Bright Barrel's house. Okay. And uh, and after that, you went to the woods and started looking there. Which meant that there were no tracks because the terrain isn't suitable for it. But you found, mm -hmm. but because you rolled stupidly well, you found other oh, evidence. Funny. Yes, you rolled other evidence that uh, you you found other evidence that that <clears throat> led you in in a specific direction. Okay, that matches up. Okay, cool. But yes, only the one track. Yes, well, if if there's uh, yeah, I, I don't mind us all just staying together. That's fine. If that's just easier for us. It is it is up to you. You can spread out you can spread out, but there is like if you choose to stay stay together, that also works. I just I feel like I, I feel like between Lady Enith and I, because I can move if I do nothing else, I can move ninety feet around. So I feel like between Lady Enith and I, we can probably keep up with whatever we have to deal with. And if Lady mm -hmm. Enith is okay carrying Amelia, and Amelia is okay with I that, I do not mind. Then I, mean, I, can, I think I can walk. You will be left behind, small one. I do not wish this for you. Sorry, you broke up a little bit. I said, uh, you will be left behind, small one. I do not wish this for you. We're very fast. Oh, I'm not. And she kind of looks down at her tiny gnome legs. <laughs> would you like to be very fast? I would like to be very fast. Then you will hop on my back, and we will be very fast. Okay. <laughs> All right, so and we'll stick together. We'll keep an eye on things. Colossus style. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's braids. You can climb like a rope. <laughs> Amazing. Nice. So I guess we'll stick together and we'll keep an eye out. Um, and hopefully, either the alarm will go off or we'll uh, we'll see something. Um, right. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. All right. So you wait until you wait until nightfall, because that seems to be when whatever this is is happening, and you settle into your stakeout spot and remain vigilant. It's an uncharacteristically chilly night for the time of year. I mean, you're all well equipped for the for the weather. So while the tips of your noses are starting to feel cold and maybe your fingers are tangling a little bit, you're not really suffering any other ill effects from, from the cold. Gotta the keep my hands warmed up to play. Edith exactly. has fur. She's fine. She's a bit of a space heater, so Amelia will be warm, too. <laughs> exactly. You just, cut, just cuddle up to the, the bugbear mm. for warmth. The waxing gibbous moon is high and bright in the sky, so even if you didn't have dark vision, visibility wouldn't be much of a problem. All around, and all around you, the countryside is sparkling under the effects of uh, the frost that crunches under your feet when you walk on it. And you wait. And you wait. And a cloud drifts across the moon. And you wait a little more. And I would like 
everyone please to roll me a perception check. There's a uh, gentle chewing, uh, Amelia, you can feel as she's just eating jerky. <laughs> I just, I would like, if you guys can Did the see cat this. curse or bless the die? I just, it's a 19 again. It's very hard nice. to see because these guys are... That's yes. amazing. <sighs> that's amazing because I rolled a three. Um, <laughs> that's <I got> five. <laughs> I got a 19 after modifiers. Hey. So nice. it's it's perception, so that puts me up to a twenty-six. Oh, Enith instructs Amelia, just tap on my head if I need to pay attention. <laughs> All right. Well, as it yeah. happens, uh, Thierry, just uh, you 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 see it right away, just as Amelia, bing, an alarm goes off in your mind. Oh, and, and immediately. The two of you just swivel to to look in the direction it's coming from. And at the front door of one of the houses is an enormous black dog. Almost the Doggy. you'd say the size of the size <laughs> of a pony, perhaps even a small a small horse. It's huge, Jeez. it's shaggy. And when it turns its head, you catch a flash of glowing green eyes. No, no, Amelia, and, not doggy. I am bugbear. And the no. front door... <laughs> Amelia takes your head and turns it towards the... <laughs> <laughs> the front oh, door opens. <clears throat> the front door opens and backlit from the inside, you can see the silhouette of a child. You're not sure uh, who it is. Actually, Amelia, you know who it is. Uh, because uh, you have set alarms and you know whose houses you did it. That is the that is uh, Arily Hastings, a, a six-year-old uh, human girl. I really wish I had find object right now. And this is happening maybe about 120 feet away from you. And then as you watch, she scrambles up onto the dog's back. And the dog takes off at a run. And it goes fast. You have never um, seen a creature move this quickly. Can uh, can I say that the moment that Ina's head gets turned and she sees the thing, um, would I be able to cast mage armor on myself? Oh, yeah. Because she, she wouldn't have wanted it on. She knows it lasts for like several hours, but it would be like all night. And she wanted to make sure she had it the moment they knew they were going to fight something. And she's... Okay. Yeah. Oh, actually, that reminds me. I probably should have said this earlier. Um, Amelia has had mage armor on the entire time because it's... Mm -hmm. She's abjuration, yeah. so you can just cast it at will. Hell yeah, I love abjuration wizards. Why? Um... Then, yeah, I'm gonna okay. say... I, I kind um, of assumed, based on your character sheet, I was like, yeah, that's gonna be up. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, uh, small and squishy. I think I already <laughs> had it added into the armor class. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah. I'm like, she always has it up when she can. Um, so, when the thing takes off, um, I'd like to cast Expeditious Retreat on myself. Nice. Um, yes. so that I can just start dashing after this thing. Absolutely. And that's a, that's a concentration up to 10 minutes, so she's just gonna kind of keep that going. Okay, fantastic. I love it. She, she like, just before, while she's casting it, she just murmurs to Theri, ready, set, go. 
Terry's going to do his best to keep up. Um, I'm just double-checking something really quickly. Okay. Uh, well, I can... I, I will do my best to keep up. I might have to go a little weird with it. But I think I, I think our best bet is to track it and figure out where the other kids are. Like stopping it now doesn't necessarily help us. Does it? It looks like the kid is going willingly, right? Like. Yep. She she hopped up on its back and is holding fistfuls of fur and just riding it like a pony. Okay. Um, then yeah, so Enith, uh, it happens, she dashes the, like, when she casts the spell, so it's, she casts and she's already on yeah. the move, um, moving her full movement and then another full movement. And you're taking Amelia with you, correct? Amelia's, like, latched on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so yeah, Enith's, Enith's the mount in, uh, Amelia's situation. <laughs> Okay, so that you're both uh, that's riding four-legged furry creatures. So that's a total of sixty feet per round, correct? Correct. All right. Uh, she just Jenny, goes on all your, fours. Jenny, your your buddy your buddy is taken off, and then Amelia's riding her like a pony too. All there's right. A, there's so a theme. I I start sprinting after them. Uh, as a as a rogue, I can cunning action dash and then yes. regular action dash. Yes, you can. So I should be able to cover about ninety feet around. Um, if it looks like I need to go faster, I will cast fly on myself and just do fly and then and uh, remind fly, me I what guess. your fly speed is sixty okay all right uh so for the for the moment, you are able to easily keep up with uh lady Enith, who is who has you've seen her do this before, cast a spell and just book it uh. Amelia, my goodness, you're going quickly. You have never gone this quickly ever. <laughs> I have a logistics question. Yes. So Expeditious Retreat says that as a bonus action, I can use the dash action. Does that mean I also have a dash action that I could take if I wanted to yeah. keep up with theory? Yes. When I, I am doing, so I feel yeah. like that's what you okay, should yes, do. I think that's, do. yes. That makes okay. sense. Yes, I'm thinking, just wanted to make sure that it's, it's like a, it's as an action and a bonus action, I can do it. Yeah. Cool. It's been a hot minute since I used that spell for anything, uh, but yeah, that seems reasonable, right? Because you can, yeah, because so. it's an action and a. But you can do the same yeah. thing if it's a bat action and a bonus action. You should be able to do both. Yeah. Um, okay. Exactly. So then, yeah, that's what. So, so movement she action. She does the and initial sixty. Action. Yeah. So the, she does the initial sixty, and then she starts doing ninety along with theory. So they're like neck and neck for a while. Okay. Uh, wow. So you are you're going to the countryside is just uh, flying by you. And uh, you can see the black dog loping ahead of you effortlessly. It does not are look we... like it does not look like it's putting energy any energy into it, but it is keeping steadily ahead of you by about by about sixty feet. Are we keeping pace? Okay. You're keeping pace. That's nice. all I need. Okay. You're currently keeping pace, yes. <clears throat> are you planning uh, to are you planning to just follow it? Um keep pace or are you doing, going to try anything else? I yes, I want to try something else. Um while we're keeping pace, um 
I would like to. Oof, I'm burning all my spell slots. Let's do it. Um, I'm. I'd like to cast jump on myself so that my jumps, my jump distance is tripled. Um, and I want to try to get in front of this thing um, and try to like cut it off. Um, so let me figure. out, I don't remember how to calculate jump speed or jump distance. It's like. Uh, it's strength score. If you move 10 feet, yeah. it's strength score plus something. Uh, number of feet up to your strength score if you move at least 10 feet on foot immediately. And I am. I'm doing that. Okay. Uh, so it is... And, and yeah, I'm moving 10 feet. So my strength score is 19. Uh, and I'm tripling it, so I can jump 60 feet. I can I can jump 57 feet, so I can get within three feet of this thing. Okay. With with that jump. That. Um. And so I like I want to get like right behind the thing. Amelia is like she's like hold on, and and wants to get a good jump to to break the distance. Okay. And that. I think I think that lasts a little bit too. I don't it's not yeah. concentration, but it's no. a minute. It's up to a minute. So I have a little bit of time that yeah, I can do that jump. Yeah, if it's not constant it it shouldn't be concentration because you're mm -hmm. already you've already it's got not. a concentration spell. So you're fine. No. Mechanics. Yay. <laughs> do you Yay, get the mind. <laughs> so you you are charging ahead, you put on a burst of speed, you coil your muscles beneath you and you leap forward and you practically have its tail in, in your jaws because its tail is a good two feet up behind it like it's, it's enormous and as soon as you land because you land with a hard with a hard crash there's you know pine needles going everywhere <laughs> the, you hit you hit you hit you hit a couple of you hit a couple of saplings that just splinter under your weight and sorry and and the dog vanishes and then reappears and then reappears another an extra th 30 feet ahead and keeps running um, so 30 feet ahead of me uh, 30 feet ahead of where it was. Okay. You, okay. So pretty much That's like fine. 30, so 33 feet ahead of you. Sure. Um, she just lets out this growl and, um, I'll, I'll wait if Theory wants to do anything. Uh, how far away am I from the, from the dog right now? Actually, I think I can do something. Hey, cool. yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Ooh. Because so I 33 feet away. So this might be like, being a little bit weird with rules as written, so feel free to tell me that I'm wrong. I haven't moved this turn. Correct. Uh, so I can... Okay, no. Yeah, so I can get in front of it by, like, jumping off of, of the lady's back and, and dashing in front of it. Because I can oh, get no. 50. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Yes, you can. You hop off of Lady Edith's shoulders. Little feet hit the ground. And you better, 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 better. As fast as your legs can carry you. And because you have that momentum, 
and <laughs> the, and the dog itself appeared to briefly slow as it came out of that. Actually, uh, you can roll me an arcana check real quick. Yeah, sure. I'm good at that. 25. Oh, let's oh. go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're not sure, but honestly, that kind of looks like a... It kind of looks like the effect of a spell, you know, called Misty Step. Oh. I can do something kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like it looks like this this creature, whatever it has, has some sort of innate magical ability to move itself. And you're now uh, you're now in front of it, and you're like, oh, cool, Misty Step. Oh God, uh, because oh, now okay, it is doggy. it is bearing down on you with its large glowing eyes, and it is this huge, shaggy behemoth of a beast, just barreling down on you like a freight train. <laughs> try and grab it. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you're, no. gonna try, you're gonna try. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, roll me an athletics check? Okay. Eleven. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> it goes right over. It it actually leaps over your head. <laughs> And does not, in fact, trample you underfoot. That's oh, but good. it is, but it is now just past you as it's running. Hey, stop it, Thierry! You are about sixty-ish uh, feet behind now. Where all this okay. is happening? Because I was, if my math is correct, which it might not be, because I'm not super good at math. And there was Whatever a lot going on there. Whatever your number is, I will use. <laughs> well. We'll call it 60 feet to be good, and uh, because there was jumping and leaping and misty stepping, and I've sort of lost. Yeah, you're about 60 feet behind uh, Lady Enith and uh, 90 feet behind the, the, the dog now. Damn. All right. Um, I really want to be closer. Okay. Uh, I will... That's touch. So, ultimately, what I wanted to do, because we still want to follow this dog, but I don't want it to take the kid. So, my set turn lets me cast Protection from Evil and Good once a day. Mm -hmm. um, but it is touch. So, I would need to get the 90 feet and then cast. And I think the 90 feet takes everything I have just to, to keep up with it. Yes. Um, yeah person doesn't work on a dog. Mm. I take issue with that. Dogs are people. <laughs> uh, if it works mechanically, then I'll take it. <laughs> it, 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 it it's sentiment, not. not it's sentiment, not mechanic. Alas, yes. <laughs> um, we don't know if this thing can hear and understand. I have animal handling. I am good at this. Here, doggy, doggy, doggy. I have jerky. <laughs> I'm sure that's its motivation. Stealing children just wants it just wants snacks. Of course, of course. Kids are notorious for feeding dogs when they shouldn't. That's true. Of course. Um, <laughs> I think I think I just have to keep sprinting after it so I can move the ninety up to it. Um, and then cannot move beyond that. But I'm going to try to move up to the 90 feet so that I'm within range of the child. Yep. 
easily done. Um, Enith will take another action to leap uh, another 57 feet, so trying to get a bit ahead of the wolf, um, and then do sort of a hairpin turn back towards the thing, and she's going to reach up and uh, summon her Eldritch Knight weapon, and she pulls out this huge halberd. Bitch has 15 feet reach. Uh, and so she uh, um so she holds onto it and she's just like right in front of this thing charging, like getting ready for it to charge at her. And she's trying to just kind of be that thing to um hopefully distract it from the fact that there's a small child that she's allied with hanging from it. Uh, currently, Amelia is not hanging from it. Amelia, oh, Amelia, yeah, I'm sorry. Amelia made an that. attempt. Amelia made an attempt, oh, but uh, but yeah, oh, no. that was that was a low um, roll. There was a low roll. It didn't it didn't work out well. You didn't fall. Oh, You're not prone or anything. You just missed. If that's the case, would it be possible for me to have picked Amelia up before I jumped? <laughs> just kind of be like ah. small child. <laughs> sure. Uh, give me an athletics check for shits and giggles. Sure. Uh, just athletics. Don't just don't roll low. Why did you say that? <laughs> Why would you say that to me? Did you roll a one? No, I did not roll a one. Then you're fine. Um, yeah, I rolled a five. That's uh, fine. That's all you. That's but all. But I need. do have. But I am large and considered large for the purposes of carrying things. No, no, that's fine. Really, your DC was your DC was five to make sure you didn't drop Amelia on her head. Oh, that's all. Good. Yeah, it was that's a five, fine. and then I have a plus four. So exactly. Yeah. So you're fine. All you needed to do was not roll a one. That's all. Uh-huh. No, I didn't. No it, was just, it, was more, it was more of a, let's see if we have a comedic moment. <laughs> Lady Enith, master of the bare minimum. <laughs> the bug bear minimum. That's Great. what we're calling it. Excellent. Five or higher. Minimum, I like it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll like scoop up Amelia in one arm like a football <laughs> and make that jump. Uh, to get ahead, same thing happens though. She spins around with the kid. Maybe like, oh man, drops I her. really, I now really want art of just this bugbear with a, a gnome child under one arm and the halberd in the other, just waiting like an action shot. <laughs> yeah, uh, she lays down, put just lets Amelia down, and then summons her halberd. So she's kind of like hovering over Amelia with the halberd sticking out. Like, ready at a... Yeah, she's got 15 feet ahead of her is when she would be hitting this thing with her halberd. Okay. Let me do a quick check thing here. She's just snarling. But it's, Amelia, it's definitely that feeling of, I'm glad she's on my side! (laughs) Kind of snarl, because it's definitely a snarl in defense of you rather than a snarl at you. Okay. It continues. Ch- it continues charging at you. It does not. It doesn't uh, alter its alter its momentum at all. Go ahead and make an attack roll. Okay. There we go. What the heck, Ian? Finally. Um, that is a 16 on the die, but she's got um, a plus, plus 7 to her halberd. Um, so that's, a, I think, a 25. 20, no, 23. Uh, yeah, so, so that 23 will definitely, definitely hit. Your halberd mm-hmm. 
makes contact. If you, you feel it, it it's sinks. it is silvered. I spent yeah. money to silver it. Yeah. I, I do I do absolutely <laughs> okay. remember. You feel it. You feel it. You feel it make contact, and there's a shudder that goes through the creature. And then something odd happens, and it passes through you, and keeps running. <sighs> she's just she's enraged by this. It, but like, did it did it seem like it changed appearance at all when it passed through, or did it just no? But okay. you definitely felt your halberd connect. You know it did something. Okay. You you definitely like you know the difference between oh something resisted resisted this something or it didn't make any difference. Like that creature felt it. Okay. So yeah, she just kind of whips around with a. <sighs> Okay, but it is not stopping to fight you. It, sure, it it's is just running. trying to get away. Okay. Oh, um, I meant to ask. Oh, uh, sorry. It... Roll your roll your damage. <laughs> oh, sure. Forgot your. I was going to say. I, I got carried away. I got carried away, and then I forgot to actually have you roll for damage. I, I meant to ask. Oh, as so, it was I... running away. Yes. Since I ran up next to it, could I take an opportunity attack to grapple the child off its back? Yes. Ooh. Roll athletics. Um, okay. I rolled I a ten. I rolled ten sla uh, ten piercing damage. Ten piercing damage. Mm. Nope. Mm -mm. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Silvered. Nope. Silvered piercing. Nope. Nope. Okay. Oh, it actually claims it's a. Huh. It's slashing damage. Hmm. I feel like a halberd should have both, but you know, whatever. Okay. Body <laughs> problems. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, got a pokey was, and a slashy part. Like it's was, both. That was a thing in third edition where you could actually like ready a halberd or a lance against a charge and do like times yeah. three damage or something like that it was Oof. was that was that charging with a lance one of them gave you times three damage i don't remember which. listen i'm happy i'm just happy with my 15 foot yeah. <laughs> reach oh, yeah. with this right, thing bug, bug bear battle master yeah. fighters for lunging attack or bug bear like four four elements monks for the for the the windy fist whatever <sighs> Big reaches. <laughs> All right. So the unfortunately, the attempt to snatch the child off the, the creature's back did not uh, did not pan out. It is still running. What do you do? Uh, chase, I guess. How far um, away is it? Uh, it's now about sixty feet away. <gasps> okay. So I want to I want to bonus action dash um, and run all the way up. And as I run up, the turn comes off. And I play a three-chord melody and reach out and touch the child. And I say, um, may you have protection from things that are beyond our ken. And I'm casting protection from evil and good. Okay. And what this means is that um, creatures uh, that are aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead have disadvantage on attack rolls against them. The target can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed. If they're already charmed, frightened, or possessed, then they have advantage on um, any new saving throws against relevant efforts. Okay. In light of that, give me a moment while I do some rolling. I cannot help, but every single time a bard plays anything, I get Tenacious D uh, tributes <laughs> in my head. Um, it's pretty. Eventually stellar, today, actually. eventually today, there will be, I hope, 
a moment of uh, ACDC Thunderstruck. That's hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we we do have an all bards game coming up later. So oh nice. Oof. Okay, your spell is cast. Cool. The huge dog keeps running. Um, you're not. You're not. Gonna... You know that it. You know that your spell succeeded. You're not sure what's happening next. Uh, seeing what uh, theory tried to do, grab the girl or grab the kid. Um, uh, Enith is going to make another jump. Uh, and getting within, uh, so it's 57 feet, so getting within three or five feet of it and try to do the same thing with her extra reach. So um, she's also going to try to grab the kid off the back of the, the wolf. All right. You know, the, um, you know what to do. That's a, is that athletics. a, you said it was an athletics. Okay. Athletics, yeah, you're grappling, you're basically grappling the child. That? Why? Why is my why Enith is just the bugbear minimum? Um, that's a nine. Yeah, man, that is that is not that is even. Theory, less I than... need more inspiration. <laughs> can I? If we have one more opportunity for this, can I help action this so she just gets advantage? How? Describe uh, to me how you would help her grapple a child's off a running. Giant dog. Uh, okay, so the dog has shown no sign of slowing down, right? Yeah. So I think what I could do is as she is as she is attempting to grab the child, I'm basically going to jump up and put myself in the way of the child, not the wolf. So that like I'm just like interpose. <laughs> As the child runs through, <laughs> and then maybe the child will slow down enough that she can be grabbed. This feels slightly Looney Tunes, but I I love it. Uh, is it rule? Is it Looney Tunes enough to be ruled of cool though? <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna let's let's call let's call it an acrobatics check, which I think you're okay. better at. All right, go for it. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. That's, uh, that's not my favorite. Uh, I don't mm. think. Nobody can acrobat today. I do, I do. Okay, I do, I do, I do have acrobatics. So that's an eleven, though. <laughs> okay, uh, that's not really going to be enough to be a okay. help. Okay. Uh, but okay. but the intent was the 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 spirit the spirit was there. Oh, uh, um, can I can I do? Uh, fuck, I totally forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, can I do an action surge and try again? Yes, you absolutely. Okay, can. I have an action surge. Oh. I totally forgot I have action surge. Okay. Yes. Come on. Spend, come spend on. all of your things, my pretties. Don't mess me up. Don't mess me up. That's a ten. <laughs> Total. Total. <laughs> God damn. Um, that's another. I feel so bad. Something, something traumatized my dice. They just all need to hang out in the little like relaxation area. Uh, we'll, we'll open a little <laughs> dice spa for them. My goodness. But yes. Uh, and after that one last desperate attempt to snag <clears throat> the child, the, the dog make one, makes one final great leap past some past some trees, and you don't see it anymore. Since you are continuing on the same the same path, the same momentum, in a moment the three of you burst into a clearing. 
a perfectly circular clearing, oh, ringed, no. ringed by ringed by fir trees that are all exactly the same height and are all exactly the same space apart, as if they were oh. deliberately planted. Mm. And in this clearing, the frost on the ground glittering under the light of the waxing gibbous moon, there is another ring of mushrooms, perfectly perfectly formed, yeah. also equidistant, perfect in perfect concentric circles. Oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> Okay, um, that's clearly a fairy circle, and clearly we have to go through it. Yeah. I, you don't have to! <laughs> I feel like we really do have to. There would be no story if you didn't. Right. Mm -hmm. This is where the uh, this is this part is where the story is on rails. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, right. um, it's fairies, we're fucked, let's little go peek home. behind the DM curtain. <laughs> I fear no fae. Uh, Enith is technically the newer bugbear variant, which is fae descended, so she would definitely oh, know it's a it's some sort of fairy circle. Um, yeah, it's not complicated to to figure out that it's a fairy circle. Uh, I just sort of look up at Edith. Are you still carrying um, Amelie? No, I think Amelia got uh, Amelia. put down. Okay, so I look up at Edith, look down at Amelia. <laughs> Well, here we go! <laughs> this is why we get paid Bitcoin. Wait, are you guys getting paid? Uh, I stop. You know, I don't know. But <laughs> I think at this point we have to go in anyways. We've come this far. You are indeed getting paid. That is... the, 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 the town has, uh, has put their money together for, uh, for a reward. Everybody's scrimped and saved. Theory, uh, that is sunk cost fallacy. We are not going to worry about that. I agree we are going in, but that is not why we are going in. I mean, we're going in to save the kids, obviously. Yeah. Yes. But also, there's no reason to turn back now. We've, we've come this far. Dog is probably another 60 feet ahead of us now. We should go. <laughs> <laughs> um... And yeah, so Enith, Enith is still with Halbert in hand, uh, gonna start charging in. Alright, so the three of you, I assume, yes, correct me if yeah. I'm wrong. You need pick, you need pick Enter up? The <laughs> I thought you already had me. Oh, I football carried you, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> like Lady Cluck in Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 except monster. Um, exactly. Alright, so the three of you step into the, the mushroom ring and the world shimmers before your eyes and for a moment you feel so disoriented and nauseated that you close your eyes in spite of yourselves and you open them again only to find yourselves squinting against a bright midday sun you're in a meadow now lush green grass stretching all around you dotted with brightly colored flowers the scent of honeysuckle drifting on the warm breeze you can see purplish mountains rising up in the distance, their peaks shrouded in mist. And you're alone. Enith is sniffing and trying to pay attention around them. I have a logistics question. Yes. The Citern, I cast protect the protection of evil and good through the Citern and it recharges at dawn. Does that mean it's recharged? <laughs> 
that do I just have to wait for Dawn in the original world? Is that is that is that roll an arcana benefit? Roll an arcana the, check. The one benefit of the Feywild oh, timey wimey bullshit. Seventeen. <laughs> seventeen. Uh, you're pretty sure that it, you're. I mean, it's magic. Uh, you're pretty sure that it has that it's done wherever you are. So either it's refreshed, or I have to wait even longer. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All right, that's fine. We'll 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 do what we can with it. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. God, that that's amazing. To, if if welcome that is to how the you Feywild. Yeah, that's such a good catch. I love that. All right, that is a, that is a good catch. So, I do I would I know if it's recharged, or would I just have to try casting the spell? That's what I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, you are attuned to it. Yeah. So, so yes, uh, you can tell that it has not recharged. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there. I mean, if you're attuned to it, it would stand to reason that you'd understand its sort of sure, sure. fundamental nature. Sure, sure. All right. Beautiful meadow. Honeysuckle. Birds are tweeting. There are butterflies. We are on the hunt it's, now. It's idyllic. The sky is bright blue. Fluffy white clouds. Do not trust anything. Faye want to, how you say, fuck with you. That is generally how they work. Ken, has... What has Amelia been taught about Faye by her teacher? Anything at all, or...? Um... You, why don't you go ahead and make a history check, and we will go based on that. Uh, synthetic 20. A synthetic 20? That's the first time I've heard that. A cybernetic uh, 20. Dirty 20. Yeah. I, I heard it once from someone like way forever ago, and I've just never let it go. Yeah, it's, it's, really, a good, it's, it's a good it's one. Fun. It's a first mm -hmm. one for me. I like it. Uh, so the, with the synthetic twenty, yeah, you've you know a, a reasonable. You've never you have never uh, been to the Feywild, but uh, but yeah, you've you've read up. Um, you know that uh, the Fey are they're, they're they're beings that are primarily motivated by uh, emotions that uh, they uh, are often um, varying degrees of tricksters with varying degrees of good or bad intentions. Uh, but basically, a lot of the stuff they do is uh, for shits and giggles. They're like, oh, they are button pushers par excellence. They will be like, well, I wonder what happens if I do this. They are super fond of bargains, especially bargains in which they come out the, the winner. They are rules lawyers. They uh, abide Ugh, by strict. The worst. They abide by st <laughs> by strict rules, but the stricter the rules, the more they try to find ways to get around them with clever wordplay or uh, other gamings of the system. This they have to rigidly follow the system, but it is the highest achievement if you can game the system. I feel like I've come home. <laughs> uh, there are also strict rules of hospitality. Once you uh, offer or are given hospitality, there are strict protocols that you must follow. Uh, essentially, if you uh, accept hospitality, the host must offer you protection. But uh, if, uh, if you break said rules of hospitality or you otherwise break one of, one of the numerous rules, and these vary from place to place according to the different fairy courts, 
if you break the rules, all bets are off. And breaking the rules can be anywhere from stepping on someone's favorite flower to being rude to someone to mispronouncing their name. Any number of transgressions that you that make sense only to the Fae. This is good. In it, I am very uh, well versed in courtly politeness. Yeah. And the golden rule is don't trust anything you see. That makes sense. <laughs> All right. If I were a giant black dog kidnapping children, <laughs> where would I go? And I look out mm -hmm. at the landscape in front of us because I imagine it's sort of like a, this is sort of like a sloping hill looking out over everything, or like yeah. in the middle of a forest. Uh, you are in a meadow, a really pretty meadow. Roll a perception check. Huh? Nope. You... <laughs> nope. That is a two on the die. Uh, I don't yeah, think I... I made anything with that. Thank you for taking my roll from me. It is, well a really, it is a really pretty meadow, and you are looking around, and for the life of you, you cannot figure out what... Surely it came out at the same spot that you did, right? That's... I mean, you know enough about magic that, you know, if you're doing a... If you You've use got the same portal, door, the portal takes you to the same place. It's exactly. Yeah. So it's got to be around here somewhere. You're just, you just You're not don't know. Enith <clears throat> is is also going to be searching, tracking, trying to find any sort of evidence of it. Sure. Uh, feel free to roll uh, again, uh, either survival or investigation, or perception, whichever suits your purposes better. Okay. Survival is whatever you be... Whatever you roll is going to inform the what the information yeah. that I give you. Is the so I'm going to roll survival, um, and it's a 16. 16. Okay. Um, actually, uh, is, uh, you've seen he's kind of doing a broad picture thing and is drawing a blank, uh, but you've always been more of a detail kind of person. And looking down, you can see where the creature must have landed before before you. The grass has been crushed underfoot. And you can see in a general direction where the, 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 gra the grass has been parted or broken in places uh, of plants. So you can see a general direction in which this, this creature must have gone. Um, she's already kind of like crouched. She she has her halberd, and she's gonna she's gonna take away her halberd, let it sort of go back into the ether, and gets down on all fours. And she's she's just kind of sniffing around. And yeah, she she catches that trail. Um, she doesn't really say anything, but um, you can hear her growl a bit deep in her chest, which is a pretty good indicator that she's like focused and that she. Uh, uh, is interested in something. Did you find something? Mm. Yes. This this way. I will follow. And yeah, she's gonna. I will make her way forward. Go too, as she kind of wiggles against the the arm. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I am, I am, Amelia is going to cast something right now. 
um, just in in preparation if she has to talk to any fae. Uh, Amelia's going to cast Borrowed Knowledge on herself and gain proficiency Ooh. in deception. Nice. Ooh, hell nice. yes. I love it. I love it. All right. Fantastic. Well, you've... Uh... It is uh, actually an easy enough trail to follow. This dog was making no attempts to hide its passage here. Or I'm referring to it as a dog for lack of a better descriptor for you. Mostly because you don't know what it is. It's a very big doggy. And uh, you follow for... You know, you're not sure how long because it doesn't feel like the sun is moving at all in the sky as you go. Like, wow, we've been at this a while and it's still midday, possibly. Sky's blue, sun is high. It's a lovely, pleasant atmosphere. It's like a that perfect temperature that you get towards the end of May, where all the trees are budding, but it's really difficult to tell anything about the passage of time. I've heard of Evergreen, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> Faye's tricky. Yeah. And it's very I... pretty, though. Pretty is bad. Pretty is dangerous. Alrighty, I would like everyone to uh, roll me a perception check, please, and thank you. Oh no! I could fail. God. Uh, I guess I don't know if you're doing. I don't know if you're doing net ones on on skill checks, but I sort of do. I just it, it just makes it more fun. I, I, okay. I just I just I don't come out. It's it's never going to be like oh you do something catastrophic to yourself. It's just going to be funnier. <laughs> well, that Go one. Um, Enith rolled sixteen total. Ten. Okay. Ah, uh, well, uh, Inith, you see it at the same time as uh, Thierry, who has pulled up, pulled a little ahead of you, uh, look, looking around for, for things, uh, runs smack into someone. Just... And the person jumps like, Oh, goodness gracious me! You did give me a start there! And before you is uh, a... Well, taller than Amelia, but shorter than you. Uh, what looks like, like a very large rabbit standing on its hind legs. Ears up. Twitching. Right? It's dressed in a little, uh, in tweed trousers and a, and a waistcoat and has a little, uh, has a rucksack. I didn't see you at all. We oh. seek big black dog with small child. Have you seen? Specifically, we speak. We seek the child and other children who have been taken in a similar fashion. Oh, yes, mortals, mortals. Are you going to Archie's party then? If that's where the children are. Yes. I like a party. The the express. I am. I am. I am. I am knight. Oh, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, and reaches out a paw and sh shakes his hand. My name is Hazel. Hazel. Well, if uh, if you don't if you don't know who, if you don't have an invitation to the party, then it's perhaps best I not be telling tales out of school. 
How how do I'll we? I'll bet you a I'll bet you a good day then. Shall I? Wait wait friend friend wait wait wait. How do we oh? get invitation to to party? Well, someone has to invite you. Can Aren't you invite going? us? Oh, I'm not a guest. I am going and seeking oh. adventure. Wait. I'm going to make my fortune in the world. I know. We I know are, this one. Um, go go for it. Some someone has someone has to invite us. Hey, Lady Enith, would you like to go to the party? I would love to go to party. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Is that sword. invitation? I'll invite you to a party. <laughs> Hazel, if you help us find party, and, and Enid looks to Theory. Uh, oh, it's not, have... really, it's not really my sort of party. But adventure is your sort of party. And this is a grand adventure. Deary and I travel all over and have adventures. Think about we are, this. Well, that we, are professional, we are professional adventures. Think about this. Uh, and I pull out, I pull out the citern and I start playing a tune. I start telling Bard's tales of things that we have done. Uh, and as I do this, um, I bring it back around to, um, you know, the kidnapped children and um, and the rescue. And just for the sake of storytelling, I will even throw in my suspicions about the sun. Okay. Amazing. Uh, when you put it, throw in your suspicions about the sun, Hazel looks at you as though you've perhaps sprouted an extra appendage. The sun is always there. The sun is always there. My son. I don't know what child. Oh, your, oh, your son. The, oh, okay, I thought you oh, meant the... Oh, the, the, okay. I thought you was meant the sky. I, was, I, was, I, was, I, was I, thought, I also thought to... I apologize for not being more clear there. I meant my child in connection to the story, because it is a really okay. good story. And so really I'm story. trying to weave this in a way that makes her want to help us. Or at least wants to, to let her bring us there so that this adventure can continue. Well, I haven't been invited to Archie's party. But I can't... Do you want to go to Archie's party? No. Hmm. It's not really for the likes of me. Wh what do you mean by that? What is for likes of you? What is What like are you? Well, as I said, I'm going off to see the world. I'm going to make a name for myself, and I can't make a name for myself at a party. Different name than Hazel. Well, no, just make the name Hazel more famous. I I used to have different name, and I I I rename for adventures. Did you now? Yes. Names are important. They are. They are very important. So is this now your real name? This is Royal Moniker. It is adventurer name, not real name, not given name, birth name. Ah. What was that out of curiosity? And I sort of stop. <laughs> and I'm like... Enid, uh, Enid you feel, narrows her eyes a little you, bit. Kind of, there's feel, that rumble in her chest. Like, hmm. There's a sharp, a sharp elbow nudge into your ribs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You mean elbow nudge into my yeah. ribs? Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, am I still like right here? Yeah, yeah. 
Excuse me, the football under my arm needs my attention. Um, oh. <laughs> Hello no, Enid, there. Uh, Enid says, Hazel, if, if you wish to have adventures, uh, you could uh, tag along, as it were. Uh, Derry and I will be doing many adventures. You could, we could show you ropes. Oh, that's very, very kind. Uh, I... I mm. I really do think I should be on my way, but I can at least point you in the direction of the party. Kind, if, that's, yes. if that's where, if if you do, if you since you have an invitation, yes, uh, then she uh, Hazel points uh, more or less in the in the direction that you were already following the following the Excellent. tracks. All all you have to do is fo follow follow that trail through the meadow. You're going to go through. Uh, a, you're going to go through so, uh, some more hills and some more meadow, and uh, then there's <laughs> and then there's going to be there's going to be some some ponds. There's small pools, and then another meadow, and then you'll be there. Pond, meadow, pond, meadow. Yes. Is what kind of um, uh, what kind of like folk is party for? Oh, it's for anyone who's been invited. What kind of people get invited? We All do. sorts. All sorts. Big big wolves get invited? I don't know. I haven't really... I'm not really privy to the guest list. Oh. I'm not, I'm not that important yet. But I've seen all manner of people come and go. So important people get invited. Yes. Hmm. Good to know. Everyone at that party is important. If you get invited by Archie, it means you're important. Fuck, I just got Archie. Um, took a second. Oh, very well. Uh, then she, she glances over at Theory. Then we be on our way. I think we shall. Yes. Best of luck in your in your name making endeavors. Yes, I will keep ear to ground for for Hazel. Many thanks to you. Yes. Farewell on your travels. And and Edith does this like little like awkward courtly bow with her arm just kind of sticking out a little bit, and Amelia under her arm. Uh <laughs> Hazel. Uh, waggles a uh, a walking staff and and doesn't quite hop away, but there's a, definitely a a lift to to their steps. A spring in their step, as it were. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> fair, fairly well. All right, let us continue on to this Archie's party. Uh, Edith leans down to Amelia. I, I know not to give. Yeah, don't give names. But we should... I think we all have to invite each other. Okay, Amelia, so... would you like to go to party? Yeah, yes. Yes, I'd like to go to party. <laughs> would you like to go to the party? I would love to go to the party. Lady Enith, would you like to go to the party? Let us go to party. Thank you for the invitation. Yes, alright. You are very smart for someone very young. 
Oh, uh, thank, thank you. Sorry, I meant, I meant you are very smart. Not to imply young cannot be smart. I am not so old either. <laughs> no, kids are dumb. They think... keep getting kidnapped by wolves. I think Thierry <laughs> might be the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say probably by a lot, I'm sure. <laughs> Enos probably like 20, maybe 30. Bugbears grow fast. All right. In the interests of time, I am going mm -hmm. to fast forward us a little bit, uh, just just because. Trump through the bush. I am yes, exactly. I am mindful. We, it's nearly eleven o'clock. I don't know where the time went. Oh god! <laughs> to, means... to nonsense. That's where it went. Oh, but but the best kind of nonsense. Oh, of course. So, in fact, uh, Hazel's directions appear to be. Uh, more or less correct, uh, in, in as much yes. as you know, you can get directions from a sentient rabbit. Um, you continue. There's a lot more. There's meadow. There's more meadow. There's and then there's some more meadow for good measure, and uh, mm -hmm. and some and some ponds. Which, uh, because again, Thierry has bananas passive everything um <laughs> you you actually end up skirting the ponds and giving them a fairly wide berth when you Ooh. see things burbling beneath the surface yep we do not need to interact with any of those i think exactly so you you opt to not interact with whatever the heck that is that would definitely definitely not uh have your best interests at heart Edith and... looks longingly at her fish and fishing tackle fine <laughs> another time perhaps <laughs> we know the entrance though and uh, once you have circumvented that those series of ponds you come up over one final hill and that is where you get your first glimpse of your destination up ahead a huge trellis wall covered in vines and colorful vibrant flowers as you approach you can see hummingbirds zipping about pausing midair to drink delicately from some of the cone-shaped flowers. The air is warm and fragrant with a dozen different floral scents, and the sun is still shining brightly overhead in a clear blue sky dotted with fluffy white cumulus clouds. The wall is broken only by a very large ornate gate decorated with what looks like an archway completely composed of intricately woven flowers. What do you? You are still about, eh, say, sixty to ninety feet away. What would you like to do? I mean, we're invited, right? So we mm -hmm. just go up and knock. Seems to be a theme for the day. Now the gate, the gate itself is is open, but as you come up to it, there's a sudden flurry of leaves and petals, and a huge form unfurls itself over your heads. Pollen and petals scatter on the ground at your feet, and you find yourself staring up at a huge dog-like head of a large creature that reminds you of of reminds you of a dragon that was, had been draped entirely over the gate, seemingly asleep until your arrival. It blinks very large eyes at you, and where another creature might have eyelashes, you can see that these are actually stamens from flowers. The eyes are more like flashes of light and intelligence than uh, actual physical eyes, and they fix themselves upon you 
and it speaks to you in a throaty rumble. It's like, oh, hello. Are you here for the party? We are. And we are not. Hmm. It coils in the air above you, and more petals scatter a little bit. That is interesting. What do you mean, you are and you are not? We are here to enter the party, but we are not here for the party. If you're not here for the party, do you have an invitation? We were invited. Uh, why don't you go <laughs> ahead and make a deception check? Ah, yes. Come on, please. Oh my fucking god. Uh, that is a 13. Hmm. The coils start coiling a little faster. And it opens its mouth, and where an, another dragon might have teeth, you can see thorns sticking out. Who issued your invitation? Oh, I did. <laughs> the, head, the head whips around to you. Ah. Hello. Hello. And, who are, and who are you? Oh, I'm just I'm just some girl who was invited. Tell me your name, please. Do you have a, so you have that a I may see if you are invited. Oh, she, the lady Guess invited this. me. That's how the fairy get you? Yes, I'm. <laughs> I invited small child. The head swivels to you. And who are you? She puffs her chest out a little bit. I am the Lady Enith of Stone's Throw. I am descendant of Fae, and I am seeking entry to the party I was invited to. And then she does her. Who might have invited you, then? Someone else of great importance. Pushes the theory up. <laughs> the dragon coils itself back around the gate and positions itself so that the, the petals and vines that form its body are now blocking the gate. I'm afraid that if you don't have a proper invitation, I cannot let you in. How would one attain a proper invitation? It swivels its head and looks at Amelia. Enith, Enith puts her hand on Enith's or on Amelia's shoulder. <laughs> then we have invitation. She squeezes Amelia's shoulder a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, reassuring. The sparking eyes are trained on you, Amelia. Do you have an invitation? Yeah. 
properly. <laughs> How many times do we go through the circuitous logic here? <laughs> A real invitation. I mean, I think it was sincere. <laughs> I'm, I meant it. What do you mean by real invitation? You have to be invited by Archie. Theory. We have invitation. We have heard invitation, have we not? Mm. Amelia, roll me an insight check. Okay. <laughs> Thirteen. All right. Mm. You know you're going in circles, and this dragon wants something from you, and you're not—you're not quite sure, but it's—it's—it's it's, it's waiting from for something from you. And as you're going around in circles for the third or fourth time of no, I have an invitation. Someone invited me. Third base. You—you <laughs> that. You hear coming. You hear coming over the wall of the garden, very faint music. We know oh. invitation there, and it sounds very familiar. Oh, can we all hear that, or just Amelia? No, just Amelia. Um, it's very, very faint. I think, I think I hear my invitation. In his ears, she's trying to hear it. <laughs> you don't. You hear nothing. Yeah, she's you can hear. You can hear birds. You can hear birds. You can actually hear the hummingbirds nearby. It's very cool. <laughs> oh wait, if the song is the invitation. I minor illusion the song. Hey. The same thing that I'm hearing, so that now they can hear it and are invited. The dragon immediately uncoils. Enjoy the party. Good thinking. Enith does the little bow. Little, <laughs> it's big. It's big and sprawling, but. Um... All right, cool. Well, well, once you are past the gate, you find yourselves in an enormous walled garden. And now, the melody that uh, Amelia just played for you reaches your ears. It's, it's uh, Amelia, this one is it's familiar to you now. It's, a, it's, a ha it's happy and it's a little wistful. It's like um, a memory of a childhood that right now seems uh, just out of reach. You can oh. hear a voice. Yeah. You can hear voices and laughter, uh, raised in laughter and conversation, seemingly coming from nearby. And for all that you, when you were on the outside, it was easy to see the perimeter of the, the wall. Now that you're inside, you can only see the wall behind you. Before you stretches a vast expanse of neatly trimmed lawn decorated with ornate topiary sculptures in the shapes of various vague creatures. Dotting the landscape with table after table draped with fine white tablecloths laden 
almost to the point of breaking with every conceivable form of food and drink. There are large pyramids of stemmed glasses filled to the brim with liquid that sparkles in the sunlight, along with what seems like an infinite number of platters of delicate finger sandwiches, tea cakes, and sweet pastries. There are eclairs and millefeuilles and honey cakes and more types of biscuit than you've ever seen in your lives in one place. You have arrived at the party. What would you like to do? Enith pulls jerky out of her pocket and just starts furiously chewing it, trying to ignore the buffet. There are a lot of guests at this party, now that you are approaching. There's fake creatures of all shapes, sizes, and types. Pixies and fairies darting around rose bushes, dryads and naiads and satyrs that are whirling around the various table, laughing and chattering and dancing. Uh, you can even see some enormous bears delicately heaping china plates with food, conversing very seriously with brownies, and uh, to your surprise, uh, some of those rabbit-looking people. So perhaps Hazel was wrong about this not being their type of party. Are there All any of... signs... Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, no, go for it. Are there any signs of any of the children? Roll a either perception or investigation, whichever you prefer. Listen. Die. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, that's an 11. <sighs> Amen. The, the it's dice failing up. That's what we're doing. We're failing upward. It's fine because Amelia is also investigating. Hey, got, there we and go. Got, and got a seven. Oh my god! <laughs> Can we go for a hat trick and see? Just for the hell of it. Sure, go for it. Come on. Here's the thing. If I hope for under a ten, it's gonna be better than a ten. That's what we're gonna do here. Uh, that's a nat one. Um. <laughs> You know what? With yes. a nat with a natural one, with a natural one, funny happen. With a natural one, Enith, uh, uh, um, hang on, I'm gonna let you fix oh, your no. thing because that's making it. It's fine. It was a fan. Sorry about that. That's okay. It was just uh, making a bit of a racket there, so I was like, I'm yeah, just going. Sorry about that. I'm just gonna give that yeah. a minute. Um, with a natural one, you do you spot a child? You have seen a child. There's a child, like you know, maybe maybe. Uh, Maybe 30, 40 yards away. I'm gonna insult Boom. somebody right now. I know it. Um, so, uh, Enith, uh, says, I, I found one. And starts, uh, trotting over. Okay, so, obviously, we're going with. Yes. Yeah. And once, once she points it out to you, you can see that there is, in fact, a child there. Uh, there, it... it Looks to be a boy about seven or eight years old with uh, uh, silky, curly, dark brown hair. And uh, and when he turns, he's got piercing gray eyes with milky white skin and is dressed in, um, in purple velvet uh, short pants with white stockings and uh, very shiny buckled shoes, along with a white ruffled shirt and a matching purple velvet uh, vest. Uh, and turns and turns as he hears you approach because you're not exactly being subtle about it. Are, are you small? Are you mortal child? Have you come for my party? 
Oh, you are Archie. Yes. Apologies <gasps> for misunderstanding. Welcome. welcome, welcome. I am so pleased to have new guests. Hello. Delighted, delighted. Please do come in. Have some have something to drink. We have some nectar of ambrosia that is delicious, but if you prefer water or wine, all of the tables have been spread with anything that your heart might desire. There's a rumble in her stomach. Uh, no, thank you. I am. I ate before coming. Uh, it just we heard such nice things about your parties. Uh, felt we should see the gala and how you say the pageantry of your wonderful party. Well, it looks momentarily nonplussed. Mm. Says, well, it is a wonderful party. It's my birthday. Mm. Oh, happiest of birthday wishes to you, Archie. Thank you. Uh, the music is louder here. And mm. when you turn, you actually catch sight not too far away of a carousel. <laughs> Does there happen to be someone on the carousel? Oh, the carousel is packed with people. People or children? How big? How big of people are we talking? Mostly children. Uh-huh. Of, of varying varying heights. Some some of the, some people some older looking people too. Well, I but yes. ask how how close did I get to the melody now that we're able to hear it? When you like were when recreating I was, when it, when I was recreating it based off of what she what um, Juniper Juni- gave us. Yeah. Uh, it. I mean, it, it's difficult with your instrument. Sure. This is um, it's it's carousel music, and oh so uh, it's um, I have momentarily forgotten the name of the, uh, but it's a, it's not an organ grinder, but it's those fairground bands mm-hmm. that yeah that. Yeah. It's that sort of sound, and it is uh, like a, a very, calliope, it's, like it's an a, air, like exactly. And it's playing what sounds like a waltz, very much that, and it has this, one, this two, sort of one, two, that two, three, one, two, three, and has this sort of lilting but slightly, slightly, slightly sad undertone, but with the higher pitched notes also of the carousel blending in with it. And the more you listen to it, um. The less happy it sounds, yeah, especially to Thierry, who is a musician, you can hear where some of the notes are discordant, and they're not fun. It's as if the instruments are slightly out of tune in places. Cool. No red flags here. Nope. Okay. No. Um, while while Lady Enith entertains Archie on his birthday. Uh, I'm going to quietly make my way over towards the carousel. I want to get a better idea of who's there. Like if it's if it's just if it looks like it's just mortals there or if it looks like it's uh, both mortals and Fay or you know just get a better idea of what to see. <laughs> All right, um, roll a perception check. Please. Please roll high. <laughs> Please. Although you don't need to roll tremendously high for this one, but still. I rolled a nat 20. 
Hell well, yeah. It's all or nothing. All We're right. either doing amazing Fantastic. or just okay. sucking the air out of the room. You now have all of the information about the carousel forever. You t- <laughs> there are there are riders of all types on this on this carousel. There are a lot of children. You immediately spot uh, the the uh, for the four children who have gone missing from the town. They are on this carousel, uh, gripping the poles so tightly that their knuckles have turned white. Uh, there are other fey creatures, um, sylvan creatures that are uh, also on the carousel and they are having the time of their life. They are laughing, they are chattering, and they are getting on and off the carousel. The ones that you recognize as being strictly mortal from the material plane, are staying on their rides. They are not getting off. And even though they they look they look like they're smiling when they go by, you can see the in the, their fixed stare that the the laughter is not reaching their not reaching their eyes. They are outwardly giving the impression of having a good time but it's not genuine. I am going to take a risk and get on. Okay. You're just hopping on or are you getting on one of the I'm getting the on one of the one of the horses. All right. Uh, I'd like you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. If this is a charm effect, I have advantage. Is it a yes. charm effect? It is in fact cool. a charm effect. That moves. Oh, thank God. So the first roll was a two, but the second roll was a 19 on the dice. <laughs> okay. So you, you, you mount. It's not, dif- it's not difficult. These are, in fact, oddly enough, the, the mount seems to slightly shift to accommodate your size. It might have been a little bit too big, and suddenly it's just perfect for you. And for a moment, you sit and you're like, wow. I could stay here forever. Okay, nope, 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 not <laughs> nope, nope, none of that, none of that. And you are free to ride the carousel and get on and off as you see fit. Okay. Um, trying to think of ways to break magic. Um, <clears throat> the spell that I cast on a child has worn off. Yes. It doesn't it doesn't last this long. Um So I'll, I'll hop off the horse. It was a really good idea. She just rolled really poorly. <clears throat> in co- in um, keeping with the theme of the evening yeah. <laughs> of, the, of the morning, I should say. I'm so used Failing to playing D&D at night. I'm so used to playing D&D at night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um do we do I see the other children who have gotten older or do all of the children appear to be their original younger age? Uh, they're all different ages. It's it's odd. There are some who are definitely adults, mm. um, and some who you're not. Time is weird in the Feywild, sure. and some of the children have aged, and some of them appear to have aged at different rates. All right. So I will, after getting that observation, I will come back to the group. Um, and see what's happening with them. Archie has been expounding at length on the many delights of his party and has reminded you approximately 17 times that it's his birthday. 
Yes, this is very good. How uh, is it rude to ask how old are you on this birthday? What is it a special day? Is it a special uh, birthday oh, yes. today, year? Or? Today is my coming of age day. Oh, yes. uh, what does uh, what does that sort of thing? What does that mean for you? It means I come into my true name. Oh, All my friends is... call me Archie, of course, and of course, and so you must, of course, call me Archie. Archie, yes. But I now have my proper name, which I will oh. also, which I will also be using when I attend what? the courts. But what? first, of course, I have to celebrate. Yes. What? Um, what? With the special uh, court name? What? Uh, what should we? Uh, what should we call you with your oh, no, what you is your should... new name? Oh no, you should all my friends call me Archie. You Archie. There, that, there's simply no reason to change that. Oh well, yes. You may and... call me Lady Enith. We Lady are we are friends, right, Archie? Of course we're friends. You wouldn't have come to my party if you weren't my friends. You have many friends. I have many, As many Enith glances around and catches the carousel and... Yes. yes. Many friends. Oh, God. How far away is that carousel? Uh, it's about... Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a, maybe 100 yards away from you. Okay. That music That music is itching at the back of your mind, though. Amelia. Just... Mm -hmm. It's just there. Constantly. Um, she kind of wiggles a bit in in Lady Eden's arms. Like, oh, think... I'm sorry, Amelia. I'm. Would you like down? Yes, I think. I think. I, I love that you've just been under her arm this whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I keep forgetting. It's like you know what? That's my bad. Sure, she's still she's still there. Uh, and Enith, uh, Enith puts her down, but still keeps a hand on the girl's back, sort of like a. I can hook into her if I need to. Um, and and the whole time she's very like keeping herself a little bit over Amelia and keeping a little bit of space as she's between Amelia and Archie. She she definitely doesn't want to leave her unattended. So uh, Amelia in a place tries, like this. If if she tries to walk away, will you will you kind of grab? Just a little like finger in the back of the clothes, like Okay. Just even even just to get her attention, so she'd be like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, the the carousel looks fun. It is fun. It's the best attraction here at the party. You simply must try it. You know what? I will I will show you myself. And he holds out a hand to take yours. Enith takes it instead. <laughs> really kind of. Uh, and takes oh, Amelia's yeah. hand in hers. Like, <laughs> yes, all three of us will go to carousel. Big hand, just oh, <laughs> all right. entire arm taken by her hand. Uh, and Archie does that thing that little kids do, which is basically drag you excitedly toward the thing. Yes. And Enith, Enith is like holding on to Amelia, very like, come, come yeah. on, we will go. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so you get to the carousel, and of course, the the music is much the same. Amelia, that music sounds wonderful. It is, it is, just just entrancing. Uh, mm -hmm. Lady Enos, you're not. It's a Archie and Amelia seem to, you know, be kind of bopping in time to the music, and you're thinking, oh, this is not exactly my type of music. It's 
a little off somehow. Um, Amelia, I would like you to make uh, a wisdom saving throw. Uh, oh do you have advantage against charm effects? I have advantage against magic specifically. Against mm -hmm. magic specifically. Well, that's just a magical effect. Okay, so it'll so it, it's going to cancel out your disadvantage. So it means that you're okay. it's a straight oh. straight roll. Wealth. Hey, what's the theme of the evening? Failing oh, no. up. It's an eight. Nice. Oh. Okay. Well, you. Uh, Good job. Yep. All right. Well, you. Uh, you. Very squiggle your hand out of uh, Lady Enid's, and that carousel looks so much fun. You are going to go for the ride of your life. Can I? Yeah. Is there anything? <laughs> like... I will give you. I will give the both of you a chance to react. Before Amelia settles on one of the horses. Oh God! Um, I, took, I, like, I took counterspell, but that's not particularly helpful when, when being charmed. No. No, and this is a charm effect. It's not a spell. Ah, yeah. Um. Uh, Enith. I mean, the only thing Enith can think to do is literally just interpose herself between Amelia and it. So, um, she's going to. Uh, hmm. Is there anything else around besides the carousel? Is there any other like party or carnival esque activities around the carousel? Um, there's. I mean, not too far away. There's. Uh, there's a, a sort of an area which pe where people have started a spontaneous sort of little dance party. Um, <laughs> most of the. Yeah, um, mostly this this appears to be uh, like a child's garden birthday party where there is, mm -hmm. this is the this is ye old equivalent of the bouncy castle. Amazing. But, Amazing. So it's just, a, but it's a carousel. So that yeah. this carousel is the star attraction. There's tons and tons of food and drink and what have you. There's the uh, okay. ability to dance, but there's no, it's not a carnival. There's no booths or anything set up like that. Okay, that's fine. Um. It's just a really big garden party. <laughs> right. Um, she's, uh, yeah, she's gonna just slow her down. Like, keep her, keep her claw in Amelia's, like, jacket or sleeve or whatever she's got. Um, and kind of say, uh, wait, uh, wait, um, um, Amelia, or no, sorry, wait, small child, she would have said. She's yeah. been calling, she's, I think she's called her Amelia once. Um, small child, I think we will wait for, uh, for our friend to come around before you get on, on carousel. Then you can ride together. I mean, and she kind of holds it looking for theory on the, uh, on the, on the carousel. I think we can ride more than once. No, but on circle to circle around together. If you are on opposite sides, you never see you never see our friend. I will save a space for him. She keeps holding. <laughs> uh, you just let me know when I make it back to them. Oh, it's not a huge carousel, so oh, you're, you've you, gone by you, a couple times. You've gone by. You have gone by <laughs> at least at least once oh. enough to see that Amelia is trying to get onto the carousel. All right, and so I so, will, and you have I full will, freedom of movement on this. So I will not... hop off. I will hop off, and I'll sort of oh. land and and crouch oh. down next to Amelia, and I'll say, 
Was it fun? No. Oh. Uh, Honestly, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. Maybe it's a grown-up thing that they forget how to enjoy carousels, but um, that doesn't sound right to you. It's... You can see all of the other kids on there laughing and having a great time. The the music feels off. Oh, what a shame. That's so sad. That music feel feel bad. Oh no. I'm trying to think of how you can I can see do this. Uh, Archie is scowling at you when you say the music feels bad. Well, I am bad at music, Archie. I, I am it is and, and, it is fault of mine, not of yours or party. And and I I, I look over at Archie and I said, I mean no offense. Um and I pull out my Saturn and I say, but if you listen to this part here and I start playing through it, I was like, you notice how there's a little bit of an offshoot and I bend the note down to match what's being played. And then I then like so basically I'm playing the Saturn to match the notes yeah. that are being played by the carousel. And then I say, but if you follow music theory and how it all works, and then oh, I stop no, bending you are explaining. Stop. Uh, <laughs> uh, this sounds oh, no. more pleasant to my ears. So that's what I mean when I say it doesn't feel good. I mean no offense. <laughs> no offense, but Archie you mean bad and you should feel bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> Archie looks at once confused and a little insulted. Amelia, you don't hear it. You can hear the discordant note when Thierry plays it, but you're not hearing it match up with the carousel. It sounds fine to you. Yeah, it's... You don't... You shouldn't insult your friends. Or their taste Sure. Music. Of course. Yes. As I say, it is, it is fault of mine, not of Archie or music. My... Uh, I am from Swamp. The music from Swamp was mostly frogs and crickets, and when they make noise, they are just looking for uh, other frogs and crickets, if you know what I mean. So... <laughs> this child is Amazing. seven, or whatever. <laughs> she's, he's, she's talking to, to Archie specifically. <laughs> like, you, you understand. It is... Uh, I am simple hedge knight bugbear. Um, I. All right, it's been kneeling. long enough. Amelia, you can give me another saving throw. Okay. Great saving throw. Uh, 12. Still not doing great. Oh, no. Oh, you're. It's better. It's, it's better, better yeah. but wow, that carousel is so much fun. Um. Oh god, I never did describe what she was wearing, so I couldn't go uh, Oh shoot! Out of can coat. I give Bardic Inspiration? Is that something I can do? While well, uh, trying to mimic I'll define, I'll define, because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to wake her up to what's happening. So, um, oh, as okay. the kids are going by, I'm pointing up, you say, I say, look at their eyes. Look at their eyes and tell me that you think that they're actually happy here. Alright, we'll, we will... <laughs> retcon ever so slightly and I will allow you to uh, why don't we call it a straight reroll and you can add that inspiration die should you need it yeah uh, your inspiration's a d6 right six. Yep. Okay. oh well that was a 6 plus plus it went well, back down you can only eight. get a 12 at max <laughs> yeah 
So wait, what'd you get total? Uh, are we going with the 12 or do you tell me to roll again? I did tell you to roll again, so okay. I'm gonna have well, to... then it's a, then it's a fourteen now. Okay, fourteen is what you needed. Oh, oh my Thank god! god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, you're giving me palpitations here. I'm like, please, please don't make me keep keep my player. We really player, so... roll really well or really poorly. There is no middle ground for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah, it's extremes. It's fine. We're good. Okay. So yes, as. As Thierry has, has sort of pulled you in and has, has a hand on, on your shoulder and he's pointing, suddenly, yeah, it, you know what? Oh, the, there's a, a single off note and then another. And then the melody does start to sound a little, not just discordant, but as if the whole mechanism of the carousel is slowly starting to break down from the inside. Oh. And just the music is, the music starts to warp. And that's when you see the expression on the children's faces. And as the carousel goes by one more time, you catch sight of someone who looks familiar. And for a moment, you can't, you, you're not sure because it's been nine years and she looks a lot older now but you think it's your friend Brilin and you can see dark circles under her eyes and her hands clasped tightly around the pole the, knuck the knuckles standing out stark and white against it and you and just a shiver goes down your spine and you're able to shake off that that compulsion to just get on and, and ride with everyone else. Oh, oh, hey. And Amelia, like, kind of tries to, like, wave, wave her down. She's staring straight ahead. They all are hanging onto their poles. I, oh my god. Am I get? can I... This is such a cause problems on purpose while trying to fix it sort of Excellent. solution. Perfect. How wide is the carousel? Like from diameter? That's an excellent question. Uh, 20 feet or bigger? Uh, probably a little bigger. I'd say maybe 30-ish. Okay. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It's probably got like a 15 foot radius. To allow for the mechanism inside and the and oh. two rows of horses and so forth. Within twenty feet, so forty feet actually. Okay. Uh, yes, that's fine. Okay, I. I'm, I'm gonna screw up this whole thing. Oh, I'm gonna it. use a third level spell slot and I'm gonna cast sleep on the carousel. Huh. <laughs> What an interesting idea. On the people on the carousel or on the carousel itself? Okay. So how how sleep works is it well, covers it's, it's an area. It covers yeah. an area and then starting mm -hmm. with the creature with the lowest health will start causing them to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So assuming a bunch of these kids are just kids. 
All right, go ahead, and uh, I think you roll a whole bunch of hit dice, and that determines how many creatures you put to sleep, if memory serves. I level sleep four d eight, and I put together that many hit uh, hit points worth of creatures. Okay. <laughs> this and... is going to be very, very interesting. Oh my god! Don't do that to me. Don't do this to me. Fuck. Mm. Twelve. Ooh, they're NPCs. They might fall asleep. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, on the plus side, the food in the Feywild. <laughs> <laughs> Just casually grabbing a muffin. No, I brought it with me. I brought it with me. It's fine. Okay. It's fine okay. Okay. Um. All right. Well. Uh. So you you cast you cast the spell and you feel it you feel it take effect and uh, immediately you see several children just slump and slowly slide off their off their right and the carousel keeps spinning. Enith uh, reaches behind her back and summons her second bonded weapon, her hand axe, but she keeps behind her back. Was was one of the people that fell asleep, my friend? Um. Sorry, no. Okay. Nope. The the four children who immediately went missing because they are the youngest and have like no hit points. That's fair. Were uh, are, are down as are some of the other the much younger ones. Okay. But but you've got you've got you know five or five or six children who are now asleep on the floor of the carousel. Okay, so Amelia's gonna like run over to one of them and just like shake him awake, sort of. Hey hey, are you all right? Are you okay? So you've uh, you've you've grabbed uh, you've grabbed a little halfling girl and she sort of blinks and her eyes don't quite focus. And this, what? What's happening? Oh, in the meantime, you have. There is a screech of anger from Archie. You're ruining my party! You're Stop ruining that! my friends! Enith gets in front of Archie, <laughs> looming over him. Uh, uh, and pulls her halberd out. Oh no. TA just sort of puts a hand on Enith's shoulder. Please remember. That Archie is probably much older and more powerful than Child. Yes, I am protecting Child. Okay. Look, if we're doing this, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> are the other Fey creatures still on the carousel? Some of them. Uh, a few of them have scattered. Going, oh, they they saw the they saw the weapon come out and went Whoa! and uh, immediately scarpered. So what's there's a few on the carousel, a couple of uh, a couple of dryads who are apparently don't care about blood being shed at the party, and mostly and mostly the the mortals are left behind. Okay. We why why are children at party? Why do you enjoy them being here? They're my guests. 
and you yes. are being rude. Guests are normally allowed to leave. They don't want to leave. You can ask. Uh, we, I turn over to Amelia. Amelia, can you ask her if she wants to go home? Hey, do you want to? Do you want to go see your parents? Do you want to go home? You want to go play? Oh my god! <laughs> I get a very quiet. I want my mama. I sort of point over. She wants to leave. I don't see why she'd want to. This is a wonderful party. Yes. But you and they are different. You are Fae. She is mortal. She does not experience time the same way you do. Mm. While you can enjoy this evergreen party forever, she will eventually get old and lose out on some of the things that make being a child the most fun. You get to experience that for a lot longer than she does. And once she stops enjoying her time, you stop enjoying guests at party. Either one of you may make a persuasion check with advantage. I have absolute shit charisma. I I'm going to assume it's the bard who's going to do it, but, you know, I yeah. thought I would throw it out there just in case you were feeling... Enith, is a, Enith gives the assist. She does right. not take... The first roll is 18 on the die. I'm going to see if I get higher. I do not. So 18 plus persuasion, right? Yes. Uh, that is 24. Enith is more wise than she is charismatic. There's a reason we're partnered. Mm -hmm. It's a good combination. We balance each other out. Or she folds his arms and sulks. Well, I suppose if they want to leave, I can. He kind of sniffs about it. I, I sat down. I sort of kneeled down next to him. I said, Archie, just because someone wants to go home now doesn't mean they don't want to come back and play later. If you send them maybe a written invitation to come to a party, they might be willing to come back again for your next birthday. But to keep them here for longer makes their lives harder. We're not saying you can't play with them or, or have fun with them. We're just saying for now they need to go home and see their families so their families start being worried and they get to spend some time being kids. Sleepy, sleepy party guest is poor party guest. Very well. Thank you. Archie reaches right. up and snaps his fingers, and the carousel stops. And all of the mortals just fall off the fall off the horses. Oh, okay. If I'm near one, I try and catch. It's, it's not a hard... It's not high enough for it to do damage. Um, like, there's not... It's like a three, four-foot fall. They just slump and slide off the, off the horses. You can catch them to prevent them from, like, bruising themselves, but nobody's gonna come to any real harm. Enid starts... Uh, she takes out a... <laughs> 
This is going to sound terrible. Uh, Edith takes out her net that she has and starts trying to affix it like a like a, a little backpack and like tries to like estimate about how large some of the children are <laughs> that she can try to hold on. Let's before we do that, let's wake them up and see if they can walk. Oh, okay. It it would be better for optics if it there was if they were seen to be leaving under their own power, anyways. Uh, Archie, uh, Enith turns to him. You are a very wise fay, and I am sure that you will do very well in the court. I am. Proud to know you. Why don't you uh, roll a straight up charisma check for me there, Bugbear? <laughs> Fun. Uh, it's a nine on the die, which makes it an eight because <laughs> she has shit charisma. Archie doesn't look convinced. I suppose I'll just have to find other people to come instead. Maybe I'll find some better guests. And mm. kind of does the eight-year-old child equivalent of a flounce and stalks mm. off to another end of the party. You know us mortals, very boring. You should look for fey guests. They are going to be more fun. And she wanders <laughs> back to the carousel. <laughs> Excellent. When he flounces off, um, Kiri sort of lets go of a breath he wasn't realizing he was holding. and he <laughs> Letting Enith talk has to be stressful. <laughs> well, it's not even that. I just... As long as Archie was there, he could have always changed his mind, too. So it's just, if he's walking away, then we're pretty much clear to go. So I'll go help mm -hmm. wake up the others, uh, and I'm specifically looking for who I believe to be my son first. Rupert still. Okay. Uh, easy, easy, easy to find him. Uh, he's... He has your eyes. There is a... <laughs> He does have your eyes, in fact. Oh God! <laughs> once, once you, once they, once they open, he's got his oh, his no. mother, his mother, his general. He takes after his mother, but those eyes did not come from uh, anyone in no. that family. <laughs> so he um, wakes up, and I, it's just like, "How you doing, kid?" You're my dad. I dreamed of music. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably going to stick with you for a while. Uh, listen, I'm going to take you back to your mom, okay? Oh, oh, okay. All right. yes, yes, please. Did you see the dog? Uh, yeah. Very, very big. I tried to so pet the big. dog. Oh, he was so soft. Yeah, if we see him again, you should pet him. He's great. Well, on, so on the nice. plus side, at least the kids aren't experiencing like a whole bunch of fear-based trauma, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, the smaller, the, yeah, the younger children seem to be more confused than anything else. The older they get, the more you can see that just the life force has been slowly drained from them. There's a, there aren't as many people here as have disappeared over the years, not by a long shot. 
Mm -hmm. uh, you've in total, you managed to find about 20 people, which is pretty darn good, really, when you think about it. Uh, one of them, uh, one of them is very elderly and very frail and does not speak to you. Uh, Enith is going to look it's for grateful, the most... grateful to hang on to someone and yeah. go with you, but just... Uh, Enith's gonna put that net, like, basically put the net around her like a, like a freaking baby Bjorn, um, and, uh, find the smallest kids and the, and the elderly and try to just kind of She's very shockingly gentle when it comes so to that kind of thing. So yeah. there's a there there's a handful of uh, of gnomish and halfling children who obviously have very 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 short legs and therefore don't walk nearly as fast as anyone else who are and are super happy to piggyback on the bugbear because oh my god fun. Um, I have I have snacks. I have snacks. And, and she's got um, like chestnuts and stuff. <laughs> And yes, uh, just being mindful of the time, I'm afraid I'm going to have to narrate us forward a little bit rather than roleplay through this. But uh, once you leave the party, the flower dragon at the entrance, uh, who, if you ask, his, his name is Thornfang, uh, provides, uh, upon learning that you are leaving the party and going home, points to, uh, actually opens up uh, what the... Or, I'm going to summarize, but it opens up a portal for you to go back without having to re-traverse the entire very far way. Yes, well, he's, thoughtful. he is nothing if not uh, if not uh, if not faithful to his host, and he wants to that to make sure that the guests have as good a time leaving as they do arrive. Hmm. Thank you very much. And I think we will call it there because it is quarter to twelve, and I know that we have uh, more uh, ADHD and D adventures and shenanigans yeah. and to dos all the rest of the day, and there are uh, technical considerations to uh, to deal with. So, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us in this wild, wacky adventure in the Feywild. This has been a blast. Remember to check out. Uh, Chad, uh, exclamation point to Chad in the chat to go directly to their website and make a donation uh, if that is something that is within your means to do. If not, please spread the word far and wide. They are a great organization, lots of advocacy, education, and support. Oh, and this is yes. I have. Uh, I, I remember now. There's an instruction for the for the DMs to give the players an opportunity to introduce themselves and plug whatever it is they need to plug. Go for it. Let's start with uh, Lady Enith. I'm just gonna go with your your character names so I don't get sure. mixed up. Sure. Um, I'm uh, I'm Lady Enith, but I'm um, I'm Angela. I am the creative director at Nerdsmith. We do live streaming and podcasting. We're a sort of a adjacent channel and um i'll just put a link in chat to our uh, our patreon uh you can find out more about us at nerdsmith.org but also at patreon.com slash nerdsmith um right now i'm part of a patreon uh tabletop role-playing game creator group and we're doing a halloween special this month that is um each of the members of the group that signed up we have free halloween or uh like spooky content for you to check out and you can go like trick-or-treating around 
around all of our Patreon. So if you check out the link down there, it'll take you to the next post and you can go through the line and find all the really cool uh, free content, music, maps, modules, all sorts of stuff from some really cool people. Uh, so you should check them out. Okay, let's go with uh, Thierry next. Uh, so I played Thierry, but uh, my name is RC. Uh, I go by Suzume Taka on pretty much every other platform. Uh, <laughs> um, I I don't have a whole lot to promote. I just moved back to the U.S. from uh, Beijing, where I've been living for over a decade. Um, and so we had a small community there uh, playing various tabletop games. Um, and I am looking forward to expanding from that into stuff in the States I'm playing here. So, yeah, that's about all I got. <laughs> and now our beloved host. Plug what you need to plug, sir. Uh, hey, I'm Justin. You can find me here all the time. This is what I do. I run tech for all these streams. So even if you don't see me on it, I am listening. <laughs> uh, dun, dun, dun. I also play the known liability Nadirka St. Amber on the main podcast. Nice. And I am rather a story. I have very little to plug because I don't have a uh, life anymore these days. Uh, I do. You can find me uh, every second Thursday on Draconic Blues uh, Twitch channel playing Coco, the uh, rogue Kenku. Uh, ah! I love Kenku so I love much. It. She's 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 a budgie Kenku. Oh, <laughs> my heart. So yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter at rather a story, but uh, there's not going to be any like, actual content on there other than shit posting. <laughs> oh, that's content. <laughs> that's my favorite kind of content. Perfect. Well, thank you for right. the one shot. Rather, you it, it was absolutely delightful. Oh, I, yeah. I adored this. This was super fun. Oh, good. I'm so glad because it, as I said, yeah. it had been a hot minute since I DM'd anything. <laughs> You're great. Thank you so much, everybody. Take care. Okay. Bye. We'll see you in a bit.